Live. Okay, guys, carry on. Yes, and it's like I'm being... Hello? Hey, can I give you some advice? Yes, yes, I I would love some advice. (laughs) Okay, you got to steal your joy back. That's what I've noticed that since I've been doing that, I've gotten a lot of power back, and Ryan has witnessed it firsthand, like, from the, you know, like... I'm, I refuse to allow them to steal my happiness. How, how, how did you steal your joy back? Like, like uh, for instance, okay, there's a thing that I practice. Because, this is, you know, that's why I realized that this martial arts thing is very important. Okay, one of the things they teach you is to control your desires. Don't let your desires control you. The rejection that she's putting you through is you're internalizing it. But... You may be married to a narcissist, someone who is not capable of showing you love. They're not capable. Well, they don't. They well, they have no guilt. They can do whatever. And you need to be really careful that your wife doesn't have an insurance policy on you. Oh, um, you see, I I uh, I, br- I was brought in by uh, when I brought in, I actually you know because I had I mean you know they isolation is the key what they do, and I've been actually like just been been dealing with this for a long time. So I've been just going online looking at stuff, trying to find, you know, help. You know, I've been to the FBI, I've been to local law enforcement, all the whole nine. And, uh, and I've seen uh, Shayla name up there, you know, um, she's from Tampa. And uh, she run the, uh, you know, um, TIUSA. And then I connected with her, and, you know, and she was just telling me some of the same things, what you was just saying on that. But, you know, uh, if I didn't have, you know, her to, to connect with and, and it kind of branched me out to be able on these talk shoes, I'll be lost right now. Um, especially with, I, first and foremost, I want to say without God, because I, I am going, to, I mean, I go to church and all, the whole nine with that. But this has been an ongoing process with me. You don't since want to hear my opinion on that side. I mean, uh, some people will, will disagree with me, but you got to understand this about the, the TIs. The TI, the churches, they use the churches to attack us. Oh, I know. Oh, they already didn't. They already did. They got this smear campaign going on because I already know they got something bad they're saying about me because every time okay, I, go, when I go there, go I know something's going on. I wanted to say, though, before I forget because I'm a fucking stoner, is oh, this. Yeah. Is when you study martial arts, okay, one of the things they teach you is this. It's called detachment, right? And what I had to do, before I could go to China and go train at the Shaolin Temple, I had to give up all my worldly belongings. Like, I had to give up, I had to sell my car, I had to sell, I had to get rid of all my clothes. I could only go back, go to China with a backpack with, like, my uniform to train in and, like, maybe a pair of jeans and, like, a T-shirt. And, I mean, it wasn't a cold time in China, so it was, like, my backpack was small, mm-hmm. you know? And when you learn a level of a t- detachment, I mean, and it goes with people too, because that's the worst when you're attached to someone that's not attached to you. That's like the biggest curse on, on the planet. Well, I'm trying to figure out like how, what kind of mind control he's using on my wife, because, uh, you know, for, you know, I say the 17 years, you know, 
she started getting off off the you know because we was living out of a hotel that's why you got to see if there's apartment. an insurance policy because greed and money think is that. the number one think reason that husbands and wives come up dead. The number one reason. Yeah, you're right. I I I really feel that way because um I think she do have one because and her family coerced her you know to. Get involved Especially with, with families uh, like that. Like I hate to say this or sound oh, racist or whatever, right, they but Latino families and shit, they they don't have no problem with sacrificing each other. Like it's all good. I'm, you know, uh, I'm African American. I mean, I'm I'm a black guy. You know. Um, I'm just saying. With uh, black, I mean, that that might sound. You know, some people will get mad for me saying that kind of shit, but I mean. You know, I mean, people betray them, betray each other for a lot less than them insurance policies every motherfucking day. Oh yeah, you, you, you hear about those stories all the time, and then on top of you, gotta remember that this is a uh, this no touch torture, and then they come up saying that uh, you know it's no 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 way of saying that you know what happened to you and all this stuff, you know, like it come up like you know like you just natural causes. That's that's horrible, man. That's, that's, you know, so right now how it is with me, I, I can't even eat for my wife anymore. I'm, I'm scared to do that. I, you know, it just, it's a very bad situation for me on, on, that, on that level. So it, it's not cool when, when this type of, uh, you know, what? You know, you know they say, situation they have a comes. saying that, you know, you never let them see you sweat. And, you know, if, if you're feeling that, and this is another thing they teach you, at the temple is this. You never get you never second guess your gut instinct. And as TIs, we really need to learn that one. Because that's the one that saves your life. That's the one that's kept um David Atkins alive for six years being targeted with, with motherfuckers really trying to kill him on a daily uh, I've basis. Been ta- yeah, I've been targeted since two thousand twelve. At two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve and listen, like uh, we was in the hotels, man, like Hilton. And listen, I have a a gold chain, right? This much charm. Mm-hmm. They fucking uh, I don't know what how hell it happened, but I don't sleep in the bed because I heard about the damn springs and shit in the in the bed, you know. So that's I don't true. sleep in the damn that's bed, a, that's right? Really true. So I sleep in the damn chair, right? So I'm sleeping in the damn chair, laying in the chair. So I had a, a pillow, like you know, over my heart because they be hitting me in my heart, right? So I had a pillow over my heart. And, and my gold chain, they, they fucking, I don't know what type of device they used, but they melted the damn, my charm. And my charm was like laying on my damn stomach. Off That's my, microwave. off the chain. Off the chain. That's microwave. And, my, and then I told my wife, and then, you know, like, she gasped like, oh, it's just fire. Oh, it's weak. I got a, a, a thick thing going to get weak. Excuse my language, but it just, it, it, dude, it just, I've been going through it. Like, trust me, like, it's. Especially when you're being isolated hey, what and you do have, you do for you're being discredited. What do you do for a living? Well, well actually, I'm on long-term disability. I was a government employee. Um, I, I, uh, I, I used to what run out the road the crew. I ran the road crew. Um, like, I, I, first, was ma- I did maintenance. It's like maintenance, though. You know, it's just, I ran the road crew. And uh, then I got... Let I me got, ask you uh, something. Yeah. Do you think your wife yeah. put you in the program, or do you think the government did it? You know that's it's it's I don't know like I don't know which one it is because my mother passed away a year and a half ago a year and a half ago and uh, we we got into it we got into it with the with the uh, the hospital we got into it with the the nurse we got into it with the doctors and uh, Doctor Alderman uh, I mean uh, Allen Derry I'm sorry Doctor Allen Derry 
uh, um, he worked at um, Bayfront and St. Anthony's Hospital, and um, and a nurse I get in, got into it with, and we had a big meeting there right before my mother passed away, and uh, you know, and they just they took up for the nurse, took up. I mean, because as my mom used to be always in, laying in pits and you know bloody pillows. I got pictures and everything. I got all this stuff documented. So I think I was probably already targeted because I, I remember, like, I used to always complain to my wife. We stayed in the apartment. I was telling her about how my on top of my head be sore as hell, like, like almost like mushy feel, like sore. Like, man, my top of my head always sore. At this point, I didn't know anything about these devices. I was like, damn, yeah. why my head feel always sore? Like, damn, like, the top of my head is sore. What the hell is going on? Like, I, and I'll, like, be mumbling, you know, she'll hear me, you know, and I, she's like, what do you say? I said, I'll top of my head be sore, you know, I don't know what the hell. So he's probably having a headache. I said, a headache don't do that. You know, a headache don't make your head sore, you know. And uh, so I used to, you know, tell situations like that and whatnot. And, and um, just, again, this is before I knew what was going on. And then I start being followed. I start being, you know, followed like crazy, you know. And, and I still didn't know what was going on. But, do, they and, do, you know, do they do the cars, the colored, different colored cars on you? I didn't pay attention to that. I just paid attention to the same vehicle I always see. Like, I'll be at one place, that you know, running errands, you know, and stuff. Uh, I'll be at one place, and then, you know, you go across town, you see the same damn vehicle, and I'm like, what the hell? Ryan, I'm just saying, right, Ryan, you know? Yeah. Ryan. So, so let me I, ask you so something. Can, oh, now, why would okay. they do that with him, have, like, say, one person following him, but with me, they do the three colored cars, and then they switch up three colored cars. Why would no, they no, 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 no. I had different. No, not not. It been different, different cars. I, I thought you were saying it like a certain color, but no, I, I didn't really pay attention at the time. I didn't pay attention to the color of the car. I didn't pay attention to that. I'm saying uh, like it, it was like the very first time. Like I did see the same vehicle uh, at the very first time of my targeting. I did see the same vehicle like two or three times. And then I start seeing different vehicles. If I go to another city, you see different vehicles, you know, different people. And I start, like, paying attention to stuff there. And I start, like, just watching, like, on the lookout. Just be, I mean, just constantly watching, watching, watching. And I was always being followed by uh, always somebody different because I'm always looking. I'll go on a side road, you know, because you go on a, a back, back road or side road. You'll know if you're being followed. And I'll just sit there. And then boom, their car just pull, come right up behind, and they'll just keep going or something. Or they'll probably just stop right ahead of you, behind you, and you know something up, you know. And it got so bad yeah, that I used to confront these people. Yeah, well, I used to yeah. confront them. Did you get any of it on film? Because I tell you, I've collected yeah. and documented some of the best, I, if not the best, color coordinated vehicular harassment. That's what we call that. Yes, I got, so, I got, I got so much documentation, dude. I, I have, I, I have a, I just started putting the the, um, the dash cam in my in my truck. But before I, I was doing everything on cell phone, you know, it's just cell phone. Just doing everything on cell phone. I, I got you know a lot of documentation and filmed on, on cell phone. But I just got the dash cam put into my vehicle about a year ago. Yeah, that's the way to go with the dash cam. The GoPros are nice cameras. Uh, yeah, I've been, but I've been dealing with this yeah, for like a long time. And, that's one thing I noticed about them. They don't like to be filmed, huh? Sure don't. Yeah, and, uh, then, uh, and then, uh, you know, you know, having your own family involved in this, too, you know, that, that's like, uh, it's horrible, man. Oh, you don't it's even horrible. want to go there with me. Oh, you want to hear what my family did? They lied and said they... 
that I tried to kill my mother while she was dying. She died in like 2000, September 2016, right? Well, so my they mom died in 2016 too. They wanted to steal her hydroconones and then steal whatever they wanted out of our house. They tried to get my mom's diamond ring, but I took it off her finger before she lost her, like, you know, her cognizance. And, uh, yeah, then, man, they lied to me and said that there was a restraining order. There never was a restraining order. I had never done anything to my mom, and it was all lies. Everything they did to me was lies. And they stole everything, and then they left me in the street. But my brother, my no, my mom handed me an envelope. Like, and they have $5,000 in it. And so I took the 5000 and bought a boat, and I lived on the boat for, like, two years. And I, you know, I still live on it. Feather, honey, uh, that, that that wind is getting pretty loud. Can you, uh, uh like, when you, I want you on the call. I mean, I want you on here. Oh, uh, uh, it's, it's my fan. Oh, yeah, we're having a uh, windstorm here in California right now. Uh, is it Are you in fan? California? No, she's is in that Minnesota. Better? Yeah. Is that better? Who? Is that better? No, I turned the fan off. Oh, okay. Yeah, is yeah, it better? Yeah. I thought you would say, yeah, it's much better. I thought you were that feather. I was like, what? <laughs> so that was my fan? Yeah, it sounds much better. I've got a fan and on right no. here. Is it, is it loud? Can you guys hear it? I, I, I hear like the wind. Okay. And you know hear, like, fan, like... it's, it's a tiny little fan. It's like nine by nine inches. <laughs> well, I was hearing it. Yeah, okay. It sounded like you were in the car dr- and, and talking on the cell phone. Yeah. I think because I have headphones on, it, everything probably sounds to me louder um, for some reason. But, it, it's, okay. It, it's okay now. It's okay. Yeah, Is anyone... Uh, what I wanted to say was, it, do you still love your wife? Oh, yeah, man. I, I, you know, I'll be lying... You know, uh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. And, again, like, right, but I I tell you, I think right now the harmony is coming from God, like, uh, you know, going to church and stuff, because if I didn't have God in my life and uh, and just having other GIs now to talk to, I wouldn't really know what to do, Uh, honestly, like, because, like, right now I I would be broken. Like, she's not home right now, like, you know, I, I can't really even sleep. I mean, every night, it's hard to even sleep. You know, um, they wake you up 3, 4 in the morning. You know, I don't know how the hell they do it. You know, out of these stupid dreams. Oh, they do the that to me. I don't have... Oh, my God. They've been doing that to oh. me every single day. They, yeah. At 3 a.m., they make all three of my dogs yeah, yeah. start fucking barking, barking, and there's no one there. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, the only thing that I'm not getting, and I, and I thank God I'm not getting that, and that's V2K, but... Me and my little sister is being targeted. It's seven of us, six boys, one girl. Me and my little sister was the one that had a problem with the hospitals. And I think that connection coming between me and my little sister. But I think that I was already targeted through the government. I Just me personally thinking that. Because I look back at the things that happened before my mom's situation. I'm looking at things like dog shit used to be on my, uh, I, you know, we stayed in an apartment. I'm in a, uh, we're in a house now. We've been in a house now for about like a year and a half, you know, rough, roughly around a year and a half. But when we was in an apartment, like all kind of crazy stuff happened before my mom passed, before I went through that situation. 
like, you know, again, like I was saying, like, you know, like dog poop, we say upstairs. So how could dog poop be upstairs on my outside uh, pet, you know, right there when you open the door? It's like right there in your face. So stuff like that was happening. I was getting rude. Uh, people real rude and nasty to me um, when you went out to the store and stuff, you know, for no apparent reason. But, again, I didn't didn't catch on to it. You know, I didn't know. I just thought it was somebody that was being a butthole, you know. Uh, you know, and, and, and then it just constantly, you know, constantly kept dealing with this to the point I started looking up the stalking. And when I looked up stalking, all type of other stuff came up. You know, like, you know, the gang stalking and all the other stuff came up, and and it's the same thing that I was actually dealing with. And then there's, like, the voice, the skull stuff, and the, you know, and the microwave weapons and all that stuff. And I was like, man, that's crazy. Man, you know, that's before I even knew. I'm like, I'm not dealing with that, but I am dealing with this. I am being followed and all that, you know. And then, like, I start looking more and more at this stuff when more and more things start happening to me. You know, and uh, it's it's very invasive now. I mean, it, like I said, again, it's been since 2011, 2012. And, uh, you know, now they got this through-all surveillance inside my house. And they got these damn, this, and I got two holes in, in, on the on top of my ceiling right now. And I hear this damn device, like, all day long, you know, because I'm on long-term disability. And I, and I hear this all day long, 24 hours a day. If I'm not, when I'm home, you can hear this. You know, that, you know, it's like you can hear it, like, making these crazy sounds and stuff. And then I'll get the pain come on me, you know. It will hit me in my legs. I can hit in my legs a lot, my feet, you know, my groin area, my heart, my, my kidneys, the top of my head, you know. They hit me on my elbows, you know. Um, and I started looking up stuff, and they, and they say hit you on your elbows and your and in your wrist uh, and in the back of your ear for a V2K. I don't know if you guys ever looked up that, that up. Look, look more into that. Did you guys look up that and see what it does on parts of your body when with these devices? Yes, uh, I I've been studying all about it. Basically, yeah, if they're hitting you with the EMF, that's like radiation. That's like you know, it's like direct. Yeah. And there's sonic weapons. There's Acoustic weapons, the infrasonic weapons. And yeah, it hit me, it hit my window too. Like it'd be popping, you know, like my blinds be popping. They hit my, my window, you know. Um, it's, it's always, the blinds always popping and moving. There's nothing, no fanning ain't going. So I know something got to be up with that. And then they got across the street area and top of the damn tree, they got this beam, this high beam light inside a tree. It's Aim right at my window, so I've called. Um, uh, I call um, uh, what the the people for the city. I can't call their name right now. Um, who are the people that deal with that? I can't call it. I can't remember the name right now. But, the water. But I called it. Who? The water. The gas. The, the. No, 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 no. Uh, you know when when like you know Public like work. they got a they got a light in the in the tree and it's beaming right at my window and and I start looking up stuff and they say those lights cause pain and all type of stuff and cancer and all this type of stuff like that. So um, I, I called, um, I can't call the name right now for the city, uh, and they said, oh, we'll send somebody out. They never sent nobody out. And then one time they had this unmarked car come and just park 
right in the in the front of my house, and like they took like they took pictures, like they pretend like they was some city employee or something, but they didn't they had on regular clothes. So I didn't I don't call anymore because they they reroute my calls all the time. So I go down there. So I went down and I said, look, I you know I've came to you guys. Um, I tried calling you. I never can get through to y'all because they reroute my calls. And uh, you know this I'm constantly having this problem. So what they did is they the the people across there they turned the light towards the other way, and so it stopped for a while. And now they got it beaming right back towards me again, but they got it like kind of off center, where it's not beaming directly at my window, but it's beaming like at my house. So what do you do in that type of situation, being a target? Sounds like you sounds like you need one of those blankets. What is it called? It's a blanket that you when you sleep. You have it on you. It's made out a of blanket. Like, I have yeah. the, uh, the 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 um what those uh um I heard somebody talking about it earlier. Um, they, they look like, up, it, it almost looks like aluminum. It look, buy. Who what it's called? I know about the what, how you say it Faraday cage. Why Not the Faraday know? cage. I have those sheets already. I, I I bought so much stuff through eBay, and and now I mean I even got a meter. I got a meter. She because she it's making her have cancer, so she's like wow. it hurts her when they're zapping her. So she had the, but the blanket's not cheap either. It's not. It's like, I bought those I other things. They call something. They like really thin, and they look like aluminum. They like really long and yeah. thin. Yeah, look it up on, on Google. Okay. Yeah, there's all kinds of shit, but if I would... What do you get for your, like, what do you get, like, for your heart or, you know, like, your groin area <laughs> and your feet? Like, uh, what, what is something good for that? Well, what I do is Qigong. Qigong is a, is a, it's a meditation. Yeah, have you ever heard of it? No, I never heard of it. Look it up. It's called C H I G U N G. Uh, let me write that down. You said that's meditation. Yeah, you know, you know when you see, um, you know when you see Bruce Lee doing his thing in the where he's like in the mirror and he's like all like tensing all every muscle in his body. And he's all yeah. Pushed, like, just watch him. He's doing qigong. Did that work? Hell yeah. It lets you control energy. So when you're being can, zapped... Can, can, you write that, can you give me that, um, that again? I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off. Chi is like C-H-I, you know, chi, and gong is like gong fu, you know? How you really okay. say it is, is G-U-N-G, not K-U-N-G. People think it's gong fu. You said it's called okay. Qigong, and it's like an ancient. It's an ancient. Um, it's an ancient meditation, and what it is is you you squat down with your feet parallel, right? Your feet mm-hmm. and you squat down, but you keep your your upper body erect, straight up and down, like from like watch Bruce Lee. That's why he squats down like that, and then. Okay. Like get an old Bruce Lee movie and just watch him, like especially the one where he's like working out really hard. Like I think it's uh, Enter the Dragon or something. 
Oh, okay. And um, you squat down like that, and what you do is you, like, breathe, and you, like, you know, it's like you just pull up Qigong, and, and, sh- and they'll show you some exercises, basic exercises, and just start doing them. And what that will do is it'll build your own chi inside of your body, which is a natural oh. way of deflecting the chi that they're putting into you because it's, it's electronic chi is what it is, you know, radiation and sound waves and all the shit they're doing to us. I'll give it a so, shot, but I don't know if it's going to work. And I'll give, you you know. an- I'll give you another one is listening to those um, vibrate, those frequency raisers. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I, I get vibrated in my body. I don't know if you guys do, but it's like mine is just nonstop 24. You got to play that like, music. It's called My whole body be shaking. Are you hearing me? It's called frequency lifters. And they're like, play the one that's the highest one. The highest frequency, one you can find. What, what is it? Frequency like 900 and, 900 and something megahertz or whatever. And you play that music and go to sleep to that music. Is that music frequency is, like frequency um vibration razor, like to raise uh-huh. raise your frequency. R A I S E. Raise your frequency. And the I'm like a whole bunch of them and just try different ones the ones you like. And fall asleep to these um vibrations because everything is about frequency and especially sound. Especially Okay. I thank you for that. But I didn't really get to finish what I was saying about <coughs> um, <coughs> detachment. <coughs> you okay? Like, even though that's your wife uh-huh. and you love her, the number, you write this down on your little tablet you just wrote, the first law of the jungle is self-preservation. And when you're, yeah, and when you're in a, and love is, love is war too. Everybody knows that love is war. Relationships is, is really war. There's always one person that has the upper hand in every relationship. Okay. And this is what I have to say. This is very enlightening because this is what helped me is that when you're with someone, you, you can't lose yourself. In the no, no, definitely. Yeah, you're right. Definitely not. No. Like, that's I know that's where I'm at right now. Wife. And another thing is you got to be careful as a TI because you don't know if your wife really has it out for you, like wants to really take your life for money. You, you know, you know and, and you know something, I, I, listen, I, I mean, I don't know if you guys know, do you guys know Shayla? She uh, she runs the um, the Target USA. The, she a TI also. Um. Well, anyways, um, I I I was talking to her and I was telling her and the, and the I don't know if you guys go to know the guy next. Um, I was speaking with him. He's from New York, and um, the the crazy part about it is, like, I get hit with these chemicals, right? Um, and, and it's and it's coming through my AC vent. But the, the crazy part about it is I just realized that I don't know if it's my wife or one of these perps coming in our house, putting it in our AC, um, 
you know, the actual the, the unit, and, you know, you open up the little slide thing in your in your house there, you know, and you, and you, know, you know you change your filter, you know, the the little filter that you have to change. You can buy from the store, you know, those little little box little filters, you know, what I'm talking about. Mhm, mhm. For the AC, you know, that you change it every three months, you know. Right. And but but anyways, yeah. every time I would open it, the the filter would be out of it and land on them the floor inside the AC unit. So I'm like, what the hell? Who keep doing that? I'm like, who the hell keep doing that? So I'll put it back in. I mean, this thing is like deeply hard that, that when you push it in there. So it's not popping out on its own. So, uh, right, so I, I'll, I totally forget. Like, I like to check it, you know, like I used to like check it every day. So I, I sometimes I forget. So it'll be three, four days, maybe a week. I check it. It's back on the ground. I'm like, okay. And just earlier today, I just put two and two together. I'm like, I know what the hell happening. It's either my wife or it's one of these perks coming here, putting something, some type of, you know, that, that chemical stuff inside our AC unit, and that's how it's coming through the vents. You know, because um, what other way it can come in? Like how, I mean, it's very stink. It's a very stink smell, cause it, and it latches onto your clothes. It latches onto mm. your body. And it's stink as hell, you know, you're going out in public with that. You can't go out. I mean, people will smell. It's, yeah. it's a horrible smell, a very bad yeah. smell. And, uh, you know, and one day, I, I mean, I had to go to church, and it was like, and I couldn't change, and, you know, and, and it latched on me, you know, and, and I know I smelled it. I know other people had smelled it. I'm like, oh, there's no way I can't go through this no more, you know. This is not cool. Like, so I, I've, been, I've been dealing with a whole lot, <laughs> a whole lot, mm. you know. Yeah, it's been it's been horrible. It's been very horrible for me. Very so what, horrible what for kind me. Of, what kind of stuff has your wife done that made you think she was involved in your targeting? Well, totally, I mean, our, our marriage was good. I mean, you know, we was talking and loving one another and, you know, everything, just everything she's done. Like, she's completely isolated herself from me, her sister, her family, we I mean, you know, we was, it was normal. Like, you know, we used to take trips together with her, even with her mother or her family. They completely, I, they keep completely, like, just left me alone. Like, they don't like me no more. Out of nowhere, yeah. for no reason. Her whole damn family, including her yeah. and how she acting. You know, and it's, it's just not cool. I mean, you know, it, it don't take a rock science to know it. And she know that I know that she's. I, I tell her all the time. I, I know you're involved. I can't eat. I won't eat for my wife. I want anything. I can't trust my wife. You know. I, I mean, I'm scared of eating. You know, it's like one eye open, one eye closed. You know, it's it's crazy. It's not yeah. cool. And I think they have brainwashed. <clears throat> I think she's under deep mind control, and they have her. You know, where she's you know doing crazy stuff like. She would normally do, but what I was getting, what I, where I was getting at is, one day I left, I had closed the AC vent right above me. You know, I'm in the living room. She'd be mainly in the room all the time, so uh, you know that's how it has gotten between us with how she's been acting. So I closed the the, the vent up right over my head. I mean, it's very stink smell. So I closed it up. So I go run to the store. When I come back from the store. She didn't, I don't know what she, uh, how she got that she's short, but I don't know what she did. But anyways, the vent is open again. So what the hell you open up the vent for and you're in the room there. You're not here. So I get pissed off so bad, but I'm trying not to give her 
that um you know that that uh you know what the perch want you know to start the argument to start you know hopefully something happened and I snap you know so I, I don't want to give them that so I just look at it and I just be so pissed you know and I may close it up and I just or may I just move you know but yeah just just a lot of things that she's doing that just you know and it's very bad just bad she'll be trying to start arguments with me just crazy stuff you know. And then she like last night, you know, she was, you know, said some bad words, okay, you know. You, oh, you she, okay, it. roommate. Yeah, okay, roommate. Okay, whatever roommate. Have you, whatever roommate. Have you, read the roommate. have you read the book The Art of War? No, nah, no, I didn't. Okay, one of the one of the rules in The Art of War is, um, <laughs> in order to battle someone, you have to engage. So you, so in your situation. Just don't engage. Don't engage in the argument. Yeah, yeah. I, I just stay humble. I do. I stay humble. Let her argue with herself. Like, don't engage. I stay humble. I've learned that. Um, because the reason why I've learned that, because I know now, you know, uh, which, well, actually, I actually, I learned about part about six months, eight months now. I've, I've learned because I'm always online trying to look at ways of fighting this. <laughs> and I've seen where, um, and that's how I found out about it, um, these devices work off of our, um, our our body chemistry, our mood, our mood. Like um, if we get angry, it works. The devices work be- a whole lot better. And you know, and that's what she's doing. You know, she tries to do all the time, get me angry and pissed and arguing. And the devices work. So what happened yesterday, last night, is when I got angry and pissed with her. When she one started, of the, you know, one of the hardest things about in martial arts, and see a lot of things. A lot of people think that it's about fighting, right? It's actually about living, and and it's about learning how to have self-control. So when you allow her to make you go from being at peace to being irritated and and kind of wanting to argue, and you've allowed something outside of yourself to control your state of being, that's oh, the yeah, biggest of challenge of Kung Fu right there in a nutshell, to not allow anything outside of you to control your state yeah. of being. I, I like, honestly think my that's mom the biggest challenge of being a target. My family betrayed me, and I, still have to, and I still have to continue on with a positive attitude or not. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's where it becomes what? your choice to engage or not. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, well, what I've learned now, you know, because last night they heated me, they heated me up. It heated my body up. Where you know, hit the AC on, but I'm high. I'm sweating because they what they do, they cook you from the inside, and and I was mm-hmm. sweating like crazy. I was, you know, and I knew because I got really pissed. I got really, but I was at ease when she wasn't here. I was calm and trying to be at peace. And she got in, and boom, she just you know said something and just kicked me off and, and it just started us, you know, started the argument. And and once I got angry and pissed off, man, I found I I seen that I was like I started feeling myself feeling hot. I'm like, man, I'm starting to sweat. You know, and I knew right then that I said, okay, I see what they did. You know, you know, I got angry because you know, it, again, these devices work off of our body chemistry, our body, you know. Because I, I, so, I read all that so stuff I've online. So I've given you a lot of secrets. 
that I'm not really supposed to give away, but Qigong is really how you can control the energy that they're putting into your body. And I, and it's been working with me. It, it's been working. I'm definitely going to try especially, that. I'm, I mean, I'll try anything. I'll try anything. Even Ryan, Ryan, you, you there? You fell asleep on us. Even Ryan um, says that the frequency things work. And a lot of people say they work. There's a bunch I mean, of I, I don't, and they read my thought. They read my thoughts too. I don't know if they do you guys like that. I mean, and I can oh, tell yeah. when I'm. I can tell when they're reading because they'll hit me in my my brain, you know, and I'll feel it. It's it's like a pain, but it's not a headache. But it's a different type of a pain. Like you, you I I know from how it feels. I, feel. I know like how right, it feels. Right when they're locking on me, I always hear them yeah. ringing in my ears. Right when they're trying, yeah, that, that's when they're locked Mine is on. when they hit me. They'll hit me, and I, and I have a pain, like, on my forehead, you know. Like, it's, it's not a headache pain. It's, they hit me. But I do get the ringing in the ear. But, I mean, I get that, too. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, I just can't wait till they, like, get these people. But there's so much corruption. There's so much government involved. There's so many people involved, and it's... it's uh, it's a hefty process because it's so much dirt. It's so much that, you know, people in government, I feel involved. I, I really feel that way. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I think it's, that's why I think it's taking so long for us to get help. I, I, I really, that's how I feel. I feel, I feel that, you know, because this should have been, I mean, it's been going on for way too long. And, and matter of fact, I think it probably never stopped from that MK Ultra. I, I don't think it ever stopped. They just changed the name. That's, that's my opinion, yeah. Well, you be strong and, um, you know, I mean, love your wife, but um, don't let her break you down emotionally. Self-preservation, and then look when, like, um, some of the stuff that has to do with fighting has to do with life. Like, your guard hands up when you fight, when you're boxing, and yeah, you have both of your hands up, right? You have both of your hands mm-hmm. up. Why do you have two hands up in case the first one misses? You got a second one, and what are they protecting? You hold them right in front of your heart. You're protecting your heart. Fighting is just like life. So even though you're married to this woman, you still want to keep your guard hands up at all times. That goes with anyone. That's the first law of the jungle, self-preservation. What I found out now that being a target, they take away what you love the most. So uh, I don't know how how long you've been a target, how much you've been, like, investigating it, but I've been investigating it pretty heavy. So um, they try to take away what you love the most. You know, they try to take that away from you, and they try to turn it. Yeah, right now they're trying to make me safe. They're going to make me famous, and then they're going to kill me. That's what they're going to do. No, man, don't don't say that. No, what they will probably do is... I'm telling you what they're going to do. You don't have to listen to me. No, before they do that, they would try to flip you. That's that's what I think they would probably try to do. Dude, I was begging in the streets for money, and now all of a sudden everybody wants a piece of my art. Like... It's it it's been crazy. I, I can't even keep up with the orders now. I got to go higher in price, so I don't have to work as hard. But right now, I've got over five hundred dollars worth of orders. I just have to do the work. 
Wow, that's good. Right. You know, just keep your guards up, you know. That's what I've been doing. I you know, just keep them guards up. I mean, you know, as a target, you learn to, you know, just, just you know, know some things that, that just don't seem right. Start learning those things, you know. Yeah. Especially you keep getting burnt, you know, <clears throat> over and over and over. You know, all these different skits, they, they use the street theater and all these different skits they use. Oh, it's yeah, always man, it's, it's always something different. It's always something different. Oh yeah, I, you know, yes. always something different. You know, especially when I go out on the road, I, you know, they use the brightening, you know, and all that stuff. You know, I I didn't went through so much of this that is, I know too much about it now. Like you know, I'm aware of it. You know, of the stuff that they do. You know, they they use the first responders. I know. I'm pretty sure every target know that. You know, with the ambulance and all that stuff, with the lights and the sound and you know, always being, you know, and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, well, my advice, too, is this, is, you know, the weapons are pretty messed up, but you got to think also, right now, they're really literally rounding people up and executing them, you know, secretly. This is really um, Hitler revisited all over again. And, you you know, so start taking this shit serious and, you know, oh, um, oh, protect yourself definitely. even against your wife. Don't allow, you know, her like being gone or the, the or whatever. I'm serious. Like, be a fucking warrior. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you, you're Imagine right. You're Because right. you know, you know you, you it's funny you said that. It's woman? funny you said that. It's funny you said. I mean, cut you off. It's funny you said that because my pastor was saying that God is a jealous God, and you making your wife your God. You, you, you know, you you putting too much love into her. Yeah. And she's yeah, doing this bad you know, stuff to you. You gotta, you gotta kind of break that. You gotta break off from that. You yeah, know, you, for you, one, you're supposed to, you know, you're supposed to be an example and a leader for to God, you know, servant to God, and she's supposed to be a servant to you. That's like the nature. That's I thought you're supposed to love your wife, though. I thought you're supposed to love her no matter what. Of but, course, I mean, you, I guess you're you, trying you to kill me now. God, so number, number two is that. It goes back to what I said: self-preservation, first law of the jungle. Yeah. If you perish, then you you no longer exist. So. Yeah, and, and I honestly think you you you're right about that insurance thing. Yeah, I, I I need to deep look deeper into that. But see, the thing is, with husband and wives, they can't actually get insurance policy. But I guess it depends on if she kind of like boost the price up or something. Because yeah. I heard that, I heard all, all TIs have insurance policies on them. I mean, that's what I hear. Yeah. I, I hear those out, stories. I went on the dark web to find out myself, and it's true. They have, look, yeah, see, that's what I they were like too. baseball cards for the rich. Like, you yeah, saw yeah. hostel. You saw Yeah, hostel. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that hostile, you know, how they be on their phones and be pricing it. It's not not only pretty girls. It's just like a video game to them. They get to choose our qualities, whatever, and play little games with us and, like, it's fucked up, man. Beyond what you... But they say this is deep state doing this, deep state, you know, and I I heard, you know, I know people don't like Trump, but Trump is trying to take them down, you know. No, and I respect, not. I respect Stop Trump for that. that. bullshit. Oh, you don't think so? Please. No. No. 
He's sending the fucking barges right now to fucking Hawaii. They're making a, the volcano erupt. And, and, and they've already killed, they've already ran over like a thousand homes. And those people that lost their homes, that's a thousand people at least that lost their homes that are that got rounded up by these fucking FEMA barges. Wow. And, the, and each barge holds 2,000 people. So they're planning to round up more people. They might be uh, rounding the homeless off of Oahu. You know, Oahu has a big homeless problem. They they want to get rid of the homeless so bad that they pay them to leave and go back to where they were from. Wow. I, I, yeah, I mean, they don't give them money. They buy them free uh, tickets defense. back. Wow. Hey, can I well, I know he was against that. I know he was against like other people being, you know, in our in United States. I know he was against that, but I think I think he was somewhat uh, of a target, though. You know how he was being Man, surveillance and all that. That's what they want you to think. That's what they want you to think. Let me just tell you, there's two Trumps, and they're fucking both evil. And let's just put it this way: Can I just add something for everyone to think about as a TI? Is that the the renegade military, like a militia, that's like a like an arm of the branch of a milit of the. Anyways, they found these tunnels where they they're keeping these these children, like trafficked children. Like, say, if you're from Mexico and you're getting, you know, um, uh, you're trafficking drugs, so the drug dealers will keep your kids in as collateral. For the drugs to make sure you get off crops. So when you get busted by the border patrol, these these traffickers already have your children. You see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hold, hold on. Meditate on that for a second and uh, give me one second, Kay. Hello? You're, hey. You guys are talking about deep state and that it's also part of the New World Order because they want to wipe out 85% of us, you know? Oh, serious? Yeah. Look up look up New, New World Order and look up um, UN Agenda 21 slash 30. It may be 50 now because they keep changing You know, maybe that's it. probably why they're doing this here, you know, this little secret thing here. Because they've been working on it for, like, years, many generations, and the elite want it all. And they want 15% of us to be left for slaves and food. Yeah. So all these guys, all these uh, perps that's actually helping, uh, you know, kill us, they'll be a uh, target right after they try to do us in. Yep, when yeah. they're done with them. And, and they use all the weapons on them, too. It's crazy. It's, that is Completely crazy what they're doing. I just hope they do worse. I hope so. I hope it gets stopped. I just hope it gets stopped. You know? Hey, they they do worship to the perps. Oh, because I know. Imagine, I, and, imagine you already know everything that's going on. You know all about the weapons and shit. And then they, you know, they use it all. But see, they they what they do is they feed their ego because these people are narcissists. These people yeah. are not capable of empathy. They don't feel sorry. These people will murder you and go eat a sandwich with blood on their hands. Like, these people yeah, are fucking... 
evil. They exist oh, every evil. day. And, and, and that's why I think my wife's sister, man, because she got her involved in this, too, I think. And, and she's always laughing and giggling when I, when, you know, when I'm sitting up here arguing and, you know, feeling bad and sad. And, you know, like, she's a narcissist, man. She is a yeah. really true perp. Yeah, yeah. And that's the people that they pay to target you, those. Uh, oh, yeah, especially, man. Especially yeah, remodel her house and all that shit. They didn't like get all the that. auntie that did me in, the auntie that lied, they recruited her into the program from prison because she went to prison for stabbing someone. But, see, I wouldn't have known that unless I investigated the program. So I was like, oh, so they pulled some of these perps from prison because you got to understand they want people who have no guilt that can hurt people and not, not have any fucking people like us wouldn't never do something like that to someone. Yeah. 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 That's why we're being targeted because we are the real angels. Don't you understand? Like we don't understand violence. We don't understand pedophilia. We don't understand these fucking things. But I don't understand. My do. wife was a good-hearted person. How did they turn her to be bad? I don't get it. Cause she she was man witchcraft. She went to and bust a grape. She went bust a grape though. She was so, like witchcraft. Oh. You understand? Okay. All this wow. is is electronic witchcraft. Wow. It's electronic alchemy. Wow. It's crazy, man. It's. You know, I mean, if I didn't study, um, I know, like, I, okay, I read, um, 365 books a year for 10 years straight, and I was studying the New World Order, and I started studying the New World Order in 1987, and everything that I used to study... And, and the, everything that I used to study about the New World Order has all manifested, every single bit of it, including the mandatory RFID chip, which Obama is the one that fulfilled the prophecy of Revelation. He's the one I thought that wrote it, was, it I thought it was Bush. I heard it was Bush. No, it was Obama. He's the oh, one well, who wrote I... into law that... We all receive a mandatory RFID chip. It's called Obamacare. Look it up. Look it oh, up. Serious? I forgot the numbers. HR eleven forty nine or some shit like that. Just look but, it up but, yourself. But, but, but Trump said he want, he he did away with that. So I, that's why everybody. He said Trump he did, but, to... it, but it, it's not the truth, though. It's not the truth because FEMA overrides the motherfucking the president. So yeah. basically, when FEMA takes over, for any reason, right, the fucking mm-hmm. wind could blow too hard, and the FEMA's like, well, we're taking over. This is a national disaster area. And all the people get rounded up. There, you know how many people went on those airplanes and were never seen again? Like in, in Hurricane Harvey, yeah, Irma, yeah, you that, better that, educate that. yourself. Thousands of bodies were, people were shot in the head. For yeah, I heard about that. Man, wake you talking up. that Bermuda Triangle? Wake Bermuda up. Triangle. This is the extermination program, and it's in full fucking force. This is Hitler all yeah. over again. Yeah, right Bermuda Triangle, right? Shit. Oh, you talking about? By the time these motherfuckers wake up, everybody will already be dead. And we are, yeah. we're, we're the wakened ones. You know, if your wife doesn't want to wake up, that's on her. 
If you don't yeah. want to wake her up, does she know about the technology? Have you ever told her? Have you ever talked to her? Or does she even give you a chance? Well, if she's, in, if she's involved, she got to know about it already, <laughs> right? I but mean, have you ever I, I mean, said... Have you ever like confirmed? Of course. Like, Listen, you... you know what's you know what's bad though. This is the bad part about it. Um, dealing with this here, right? Everything I get that I know, I, I try to show it. Oh, that's what made me know that she was deeply involved. Is when she don't, she like, oh, I don't see it. Oh, you in some cold? Oh, I don't see. It. I don't see it. Like she'll turn her head. She keep turn off. She turn off. I, I, every time I show her anything about this stuff. She just turned her head. She turned. Oh, I don't see. I don't see. I, I don't believe in that yeah, stuff. I don't like believe in that stuff. I don't see. Like it. I don't believe in that stuff. I don't believe in that stuff. I don't want to see. I don't see. Oh, you're in a cult. You're in a cult. I don't want to see that. I don't see that stuff. Yeah, come on, man. You know, yeah, I, I know she like involved. Yeah, gaslighting. Oh, I know she gaslighting me. I know. Oh, I know. Oh, trust me, she is. She is. So, and just, just like when we was at the shopping store. Man. We said so, the so even this guy, you know, they, 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 Oh, I, yeah, definitely. Just like we said, no, some guy getting close to me. They used you to, need to watch some of them that, uh, those, murder this. mysteries, and it's always the fucking wife and, or the husband, you know, if it's a theme, you know. It's always the wife or the husband that kills the kills them. It, it's like more than often the their own spouse is the perp. They kill them. Yeah, time. yeah. And you got to understand, what is every time the motivation, policies, insurance policies, a half a million, a quarter of a million. Listen, when this this first started, when the beginning of this started, you know, happening with me, we had, we tried to go over to her mom's house, you know, to, you know, go get get away from that. We was in the apartment again. What me getting hit with all this stuff? They was controlling the AC, setting the AC on and off, and all this crap. So we tried going over to mom's house and stuff, and you know we went over there. And, and uh, this before I know anything about how mom had anything to do with this, or, or you know. So I here is um you know I uh, we sitting at the couch, you know. My wife fell asleep, you know. I didn't fall asleep. I heard her mom on the phone. She said. Ashley is 100% in on it. That's my wife's name, Ashley. Ashley 100% in on it. What the hell is she talking about? You know, yeah. I, I can't get that out of my head. Wow. So what that mean? Like, you know, and then right after that, everything went to hell. All of a sudden, her mom not talking to me. Nobody talking to me. Everybody, they nasty to me now. You know, now they isolating me. All that. Come on, mm-hmm. you know, don't take a rocket science, you know, not what, I mean, come on. Well, they have me completely isolated now, so the the only, the only psyops is from people on the street, and it's pretty bad. Like, yesterday I tried to go on a date, and the guy, like, I don't know, he, it was weird. He was a weirdo the whole time, nothing but a fucking weirdo. It was crazy, and then, man. You know, it's and that could have, it could have set you up on that. You never know, that could have been set up, too. The day I know it, it felt like it. It felt like he was acting the whole yeah, time. Yeah, he probably like set he had that some up. kind that of script he had to follow, huh? Yeah, that was a setup. I mean, I think it's part of skit. Yeah, because I mean, we were we weren't at a fancy restaurant, and he just went into this whole lecture about how if he's gonna take me nice places, I need to dress really nice, and I need. He, to, he, oh no 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 no! He didn't even supposed to even talk like that. Who who says that at a date? 
Right, no, right, right. Can gross. you put Vaseline on your hands a little bit and oh then allow the no. paint not to adhere to your skin? No, I just slather just paint with bare hands. Like I've tried to use the rubber gloves. No, no, your I said Vaseline. Sweat. You can put some Vaseline, not that much, but put it on there prior to painting, and it'll uh, help with being able to remove the paint. Well, it's oil paint, so that's not really going to work because that's just a, a substance that you could actually use as a base for oil paint, so it's not going to keep it from sticking to your hands. But, um, yeah, the, how I do it is I just, at the end of every day, I um, use this, you know, special soap that I have, and it, but it makes your hands dry, and then I use a conditioner on my hands, and, and then I do it all again the next day. But when you're painting 20 hours a day, you think I really am going to worry. And today I had a $500 day. Like, all I'm trying to do is knock out this artwork. I'm not worried about the paint on my hands. Mm. I'm about to get wealthy from this stuff. You know, I mean, Basquiat, one of his paintings just sold for $800 million. And that's what they're about to do to my art. For some reason, I don't know what it is. I don't, Ryan, you still there? It sounds like they're trying to set you up. Yeah, yeah that's just sounds like, like to me. Like they're gonna they're gonna make me famous and then they're gonna take me out. I don't I don't even want to think that way. So I I, I don't agree. With, I no, don't want to think that. Already, do they let you know what they're gonna do to you before they do it? No, they they, no, they don't. Well, oh, with me they have. Like they were like, yeah, we're gonna kidnap you and gang rape you, and they kept setting me up where I almost got um, carjacked by four black dudes, and they probably wouldn't. Oh wow! You know, yeah, but my psychic telepathy um, like let me feel it in advance, and I was way down the street, and the guy was like, "Where are you?" And I'm like, "What the hell you mean? Where are you?" You know, and I was already, I already seen him. I already did a three point turn and was like out of there. Before and they they didn't see because they they there was luckily it really was not even my own skills. Luckily, I was already turning around, heading out of the cul-de-sac, and there was another car coming the other way. And they may have been going to jack me in two different cars, but they didn't know which car I was in. And I just slammed on it and got ghosts. But I seen them and they didn't see me. Well, thank God you you know you made it out and. Yeah, and then and then they kept trying to set me up. Like they tried to um, grab me and throw me into a blacked out Nissan in San Bernardino at a truck stop. And I mean, they just were doing crazy shit. But you know something though, I I I would say you know to you as a as a man, you know, you you as a woman, you and and especially us as a target. I mean, that's that's a double whammy. You probably shouldn't be somewhere where you, you know, where it would be less likely something like that could happen. You know what I mean? Like areas, certain man, areas. That's you shouldn't man, that shit, this is what people underestimate shit. That shit could happen anywhere. They got these white vans with whited out windows. I don't know if you've seen them, but they're FEMA vans, and they're, they're whited out where you can't see inside. They don't have blacked out windows. They have whited out windows, and they're like oh, Mercedes. Wow. And, you know, a lot of them are Mercedes, but they're vans, they're big vans, like passenger vans. And they've been, um, here, they've been, like, grabbing homeless and throwing him in those, and then they're never seen from again. They wow. just grab you, like, big dudes jump out, and they just 
grab you. Um, wow. There is one thing about you saying that they want to make you famous and then do some harm to you. If you notice that when someone dies and they're an artist, their work becomes very valuable. That's something that's a fact. I don't want to be morbid, but there is certainly legitimacy and understanding. Well, I've been homeless on the street for 20 years doing art on the street in Venice. Well, all that and now art. all of a sudden they write a two-page article about me and on front page four days before Christmas. Well, I'm wow. just saying, um, your art would be valuable if you were to pass, regardless of anything else. Any artist that is no longer in, in, uh, alive, their art becomes valuable. One, you know, because they're dead. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah that's but why you know. Basquiat, uh, this is what I'm trying to think on this level, you guys. Before they kill me, is Basquiat was selling his paintings while he was alive for fifty thousand a painting at um, Sotheby's. So I'm trying to become wow. a nationally renowned well, artist well, so I can get my art in Sotheby's. And after well, I do that, thing. whatever they do with me from that point on, if if I if they do take me, you know. No, no, that ain't, that ain't going to happen. See, one thing you got to remember, though, uh, Lynette, right? Yeah. See, one thing you got to remember when you become a target and then I, what I found out, as in you, now you've mingled with other T.I.s. It'd be highly unlikely for them to do that there when now that we, you know, you mingle with other TIs. We know your story. No, we know stuff going on. Because, that's not true because if you know there's other TIs that used to be on here that got murdered already. Serious? A few of them. So you got to really know this really is a chill program. It, don't underestimate that. It's It's nothing less. But sometimes, you know, they always make it, they make things that. seem like, uh, like you know, the, the ones that probably, some did happen to them, they probably made it where it was their own fault. You know what I mean? Like, they, they're they not going to put nothing in there um, to make it seem like they did it. That's what I'm trying to say. Because sometimes you yeah, got to be careful with, well, like, you know what I mean? Programs. There's different programs. So whatever, because you're a script, too. Like, we're all scripts. Like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah, an yeah, artist, yeah, stoner, hooker, you know, like the prostitution script, the ki- sex kitten programming. And then, like, you got to understand with the mainstream media, too, the programming from, from us being addicted to hip-hop and, and um, you know, uh, television and everything we've been exposed to for decades now. Um, you know, I was born in 68, so... You know, um, that's man, you don't, even, <laughs> you don't even sound old at all. I would have never guessed that. Man, and, and but the thing is, like, I have a young spirit, right? I have a young spirit. No, I'm not and, calling you old. I, I'm just saying I didn't know that you was, you know, 68. You know, I, I would have never guessed that. I thought you was, like, yeah, 1980 I, or I'm so. I'm like, yeah. From your I, voice, I'm your voice, you sound. It's so weird, though, because all my friends are, like, in their 20s. Like, I don't have friends my own age. You know, it's yeah. all young people. Like one of the perps that, you know, the sec, what do they call them, honey pots that they sent me. The guy was like 28 years old, like trying to come on to me. And he was fine as hell, and I went for it, and he turned out to be a perp. Wow. So, yeah, you got to be careful with that. Yeah, he, he did some things. He, like, 
I don't know. He just switched. One minute he's like my best friend and everything, and the next minute he's like, "Bitch, get out of my face!" And I and I'm once a man says that to me, I'm not gonna be like in his face, and I'm not gonna sit there and confront him. Like, why you disrespect yeah. me? I'm just gonna shut down on your ass and get you out of my life. Period. I'm, yeah. And I, I deleted his number so I wouldn't even be tempted to fucking call. You know, how some women, you know, they'd be like, "Oh, I'm calling." Fuck yeah, it almost seemed like you would have to. Man, fuck that. Yeah, it, it almost seemed like you, you know, as in a target, you would have to be trying to miss with another true target. You know, like a true, tar- a real true target, like how yeah, we are. Yeah, that's, what I'm, that's know, what I'm finding out. Like, that's you what, can't um, mess with, with anybody, anybody else but another target. That's dealing with the same thing you're dealing with. Yeah, you need somebody dealing with the same thing that you're dealing with that won't turn on you. Cause they yeah, yeah. I'm, with the I'm same meeting thing. some people that know about the program, but they don't see why I would be targeted. But I'm going to tell you, they turned the heat up on my ass when I started talking about the human meat being in the McDonald's. That's when they, that's when they made Talking about what like, now? I started um, disseminating information about the human meat being in in the McDonald's. What is and that? also Morgellons. Morgellons is like nanotechnology. That's what oh, yeah, 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 I know. With the, the brain, the brain interface, and the brain, the computer interface. The brain, yeah. the brain is like when they connect you with another human that be, that can control you like a a fucking ro- like a like a remote control car. They can control your body to make you do like f- crash or whatever like whatever they want to make you do yeah i think that's how they got my wife i honestly think that i honestly honestly think that that's what's going on with my well, wife um, honestly like certain she's cities are she completely under my control completely like not there for me completely like when she get off work she go directly to her sister house like her sister was the one that you know when we this stuff started She's stay on the phone with her all day from daytime all the way to nighttime for eight, nine, ten hours. So I knew she was getting her hooked. You know, she was getting her, I think, you know, uh, up under some type of hypnosis or something. But my wife does everything, like, you know, she does everything for her sister. You know, like, oh, yeah, my sister had to lay down side over the house. So I got to go help her. She does not do nothing here at our home. Nothing. You know about this G5 rollout, right? You know about that, right? I heard about that. I don't know too much about it. Let me explain something to you. The G5 rollout is so that they can have the entire population of the world on remote neural monitoring. So what that means is they'll have thought police. Oh, you you were thinking about robbing the store, so we're going to arrest you. So oh yeah, because they read your like they read your 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 thoughts already. And say, yeah. You know, and they they're like, oh yeah, you you was gonna do this. So yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. I hope they don't do this. Oh man, it, it'd yeah. probably be so much it's, crazy the stuff happening. Country of China is under mind control. So take a look at China. How all those people are like robots, and that'll give you a clue on what what we're headed towards. Because you got to understand. The Chinese own us. They own us now. They're they're going to invade us. You mean because so, we owe them money? We you know because that. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And if you know yeah, the know. truth, and you're not going to be hanging on to petty things, and you're going to start living. Li- now I don't want to say living for the moment because that's like 
that's like that mentality of like fuck it. Like the kids have that mentality. A lot of the young young people have that mentality because they're like fuck it. The world's coming to end. I might as well get drunk and party. They have nothing to work towards, and they feel like nothing's left for them. And you know, and it's there's truth and there's truth in it. <laughs> I mean, look at the whales washing up. Look at the junk in the ocean. Look at yeah, it's where it's coming to an end soon. Go watch that video, The Earth Song by Michael Jackson. That shit is deep. You oh, know? I watched that. As, as I have that. I have that. I, I bought it. When it, when he first passed away, I, I bought I bought the whole DVD. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I bought that. And see, like, Michael was really, you know, he was, of course, he was in the Illuminati from his childhood. He was a target. You know? Print was a, a target, too. Print was a, Prince was a target, also. No, Prince is Illuminati, too. I think they all was targeted, though. I think, Kanye West is a, I think Kanye West is being targeted, too. Oh, now, yeah. I, I'll tell you who I think in Illuminati. I think Beyonce and Jay-Z is in Illuminati. And I think oh, that's yeah, why Jay Z and Kanye Jay Z and Kanye is not is not close, you know, big on the liberals is no more. Beyonce's handler. Yes, I know. Oh I know. See I, I look at a lot of stuff on YouTube and stuff and I be just seeing it, you know, and I and I just tell like how Kanye, look how this man going crazy and all this stuff. Something ain't right. There's something ain't right about that. Something's yeah. not right about that. So it's not Hello? normal. Hello. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to know if any one of you guys can respond, like if you have ever experienced. Okay. Um. Regarding the perpetrators, especially if you get V2K, like, have you ever used visuals back against your perpetrators? Use you do what now? Visuals. Visuals. Yeah. What do you mean? I understand. Let's say if you have an overactive imag- imagination, and if they're giving you V2K, like talking to you constantly, sometimes they can put, I guess you can call it like hol- holographic images right before your eyes. Yeah, I think they, they beam in my eyes, though. Like, I think they can see what I'm actually seeing. Yeah, they can. They, they, they could. Because so, my eyes so, be hurting so sometimes. Like, have you ever used visuals back against them? Back to them? Like, no, no, I never did yeah. that. How could you do that? Well, like, I, I, I would think of, think of things. Like, you think of something, it could be your past, or, like, you can kind of, like, bring some of those things to life in your head. And I realized mm-hmm. that it, they really, I don't know if they get pissed off with it, with me doing it, because I get, like, a a jerk, like they can kind of like jerk you around. Okay. Let's say when I say jerk, you know what 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 I mean, like a pulse. Like yeah, like if, like like you get hit is like a like a like a hit, like almost like a pulsating yeah. hit, like. Yeah. Yeah, like it's not like a normal type thing. It's almost like when you do something that aggravate them or piss them off, you get yeah. that that type of jerk. Yeah. It, I mean, I, I never did that. That what you what you saying with the visual thing, but it has been other uh, ways where where things don't work. That I can tell that they'll hit me with something. I can tell they pissed off, you know, because I only yeah. get hit with that when they p- get pissed off. Yeah, 
they have barely, they don't have a nose. They just have like two holes for a nose. They have these, their skin is like a wetsuit. It's like, it's weird. Are, are you it's talking not, about aliens? These beings, this being that visited me in oh, 1999, and that's one of the reasons I believe that I'm targeted because almost every person that's had a UFO experience like this claims to be like followed by men in black. And but you know the happens. first thing they would think if you if you would tell any any uh, anyone else what you tell us now. I mean, see, we TI, so we understand it. But if you tell anybody else that, they'd be like, oh, she's got to be I crazy. Sound like, I sound like she? a kook. I, I know I sound like a kook. That's why I don't fucking talk about this shit. Yeah, do and not tell is, anybody else about that because they yeah, won't like, be I, believing you. I like, don't talk about it. With, like the um, Area, Area 51 experiments, right? Like how they would kind of like, like people that oh. went near the Area 51 site, they would say that this, seeing UFOs and different things of that nature. You guys don't understand, like, in 1999... Yeah, I mean, hey, guys, hold on just a second. Let's, let's don't do the alien talk on here because the perps love to use that to discredit us. Yeah, they do. Well, they well, honestly Ryan, that's do. that's what I'm getting at. Like, it's See, possibly, that, yeah. possibly with, like, a military exercise. Oh, yeah. That they were doing. Look, let's talk about facts, okay? They shot down a fucking ship in Roswell. They shot it down and they re back engineered it and they mm-hmm. created that technology. Well the That's Air Force knows all about that. That's yeah, but of course if you ask the Air Force about it, they're gonna lie to you like the liars that they are and say, Oh, it's just a weather balloon. But that has <laughs> yeah. already been yeah. released in the Information Act. Okay? That has already been given to us by the Freedom of Information Act that that ship really was shot down and they really did back engineer it. And there really was beings on there and I don't know I wouldn't whether doubt they it, but again, yeah, the perps use that alien talk to discredit us. They, well, they will discredit you with it, Lynette. They they well, if, it's not, the, if, if it's not the uh, they'll try to discredit you with drugs as well. If they can't destruct discredit you with drugs, they'll either try to say you're you're crazy, or you're just smoking pot or something. Okay, well, let me just tell you something to Google. Okay, Google um, Los Angeles PD chases heli- uh, chases UFO, or UFO chases helicopter, LAPD. Mm-hmm. Pull that up. And you're going to watch footage of a ship floating around a helicopter in Los Angeles. It's real footage. There's multiple angles of it from multiple people. Is a classified like, military they uh, vehicle. And then, like, Thanksgiving uh, 2000, was it 2016, right? No, mm. 15, excuse me, 2015. Uh, they opened a portal. They had a portal opened up above Venice Beach. And it was open for, like, I don't know, three hours. And that was around the same time they were tampering with that CERN. So I don't know. I never believed in any of this crap before it started happening to me. Yeah, well, that's one thing is for sure. You'll <laughs> you'll be a believer real quick, and once start once it starts happening to you, that's when you start caring. When it starts happening to you, man. 
Mm-hmm. Man. I mean, like, I, had, I, have I have a question, like you stated earlier, like regarding China, owning the own U.S. What, like, there's a lot of countries that, like, their own, like, China probably own the most debit, but there's a lot of other countries that own a lot of the own that as well. I, I guess that, that's kind of like the treasury bonds. Like, a lot of countries yeah. own. That's true. But let me tell yeah. you something. China is bold. They, in, in, the, in the prophecies, they call China the sleeping dragon. Okay, what does it say? The dragon, the beast, is going to come up out of the sea. What do you think that China has sitting off the coast of California doing, doing military operations? We got ships, Chinese. They already told they. That's why they shot that plane down, because they told them that we own this, we own this ocean. You're not coming in the South Sea. We own this ocean. So they're they're already letting people know we're the world dominating power. So it's definitely going to come to a point of uh, I don't even see it coming to a point of war. I see it's completely already infiltrated and, and surrendered and already on our knees. I don't like, know. I actually thought, thought that it was Russia as well because they were so worried about Russia, but because Russia is another nuclear Russia nu- too. Nuclear power. They're both communists. Yeah. They might gang up. They might they might become allies. Mm-hmm. But I know America's weak as hell right now. Our military's been demoralized, spread all over the world, not here to, you know. So what they're going to do is they're going to bring in, you know, uh, foreign troops, troops from the U.N., because they're not going to have Americans police Americans. They're going to bring foreigners to police us and round us up. They gotta, be, they gotta be heartless. They, they gotta. We don't give a fuck. You're American. Get the fuck on the FEMA bar, uh, FEMA barge. You know this shit is serious. I'm not gonna fucking sugarcoat shit. I've been studying this for a long time, and it's manifested. I, I kind of feel like it's already too late. When you got fucking FEMA barges pulling up at all these disaster zones, and what the hell? Like, what? I mean, it's all been predicted already, you know? I mean, what's his name? Uh, Dr. Uh, Horton talks about it, you know? These people are doctors, you know? It takes a long time to be a doctor, you know? And and these people, a lot of them worked on these weapons. They worked on the psychological side of it, the psychological attacks. Linguistics programming. That's the one they do on me all the time, most of the time, linguistics. You wouldn't think that words could make you sick, but words actually can make you sick. So what's your take on a cloaking technology? On what technology? Cloak, cloaking. What's that? C-L-O-A-K. Um, I don't understand. Like, I guess some people refer to it as, as meta material, right, Ryan? Ryan. Like, they use, um, like, they can kind of not show themselves. 
I guess it's light. Light would um, make you kind of invisible to the naked eye unless you have oh. something special to be able to see in between, oh, like the camouflage. You're talking about yeah, cloaking. Cloaking, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Absolutely. I, I don't know how it works, but I already know that it exists. Okay, I don't know yeah, anything about how it works. Okay, here's what it is. Cloaking is the U.S. military is already admitted to possessing the cloaking technology. They won't elaborate on it, but they possess it. Now, what it uh, what it is is cloaking. What we refer to as cloaking is actually referred to as active or stealth camouflage. And it and there's two there's two ways to do that. That one of them uses a projector, and you wear it. And what it does is it project projects uh, either the front or rear, or vice versa. So. When you look at the person that's being cloaked, you're seeing uh, what's being projected from the back up to the front or the front to the back, so it makes you blend in. Now, there's another form of it, of cloaking, stealth and active camouflage, and it involves bending light around an object. Any of you guys have seen the Predator 2 movie, you know what I'm talking about. It bends light around it. So, in essence, it looks like uh, uh, light being bounced off of a mirror. Uh, it's all sparkly and it looks like the Predator 2 movie, but see they've uh, they've advanced uh, they they've uh, they, they're at a point now to where you know there's material and clothing made of stealth. Yeah, it renders you invisible. Active. I think they used that technology on me uh, on stuff that I had when I was working. Mm-hmm. You know, they they would hide things from me, and I would wonder where the hell they were. Mm-hmm. I, I was, you know, I had stuff like uh, I had these uh, sunglass clip-ons. I was driving in my car. I was working, doing my job, and, uh, and all of a sudden, you know, I, I put it on the side on the passenger seat, and that sucker was gone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't. I looked everywhere for it. Couldn't find it. Then I find it back. At my office. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, I, well, I don't I, know how, how the hell they did that. They did. They worked. They did that a couple of times on me. You know. Yeah. Well, I've wondered sometimes, you know, about things around here going missing and then being returned. You know, I wondered mm-hmm. about it. It's. It's. It. I. When they did that, I just I, I knew there was something that they, that they had so powerful. I mean, because I know that when I put that on that seat there, it didn't fall, you know, on the floor or anything like that. And, I, you know, I was just wearing it. And then I wanted to put it back on my my glasses, and it was gone. Right. Yeah, Yeah. well, you guys know who Richard Dill is? The guy that supposedly took his own life with a shotgun? Mm-hmm. It's, Desiree. it's Desiree Foley's ex-husband. You guys know who Desiree is, don't you? on the pack sport. Yeah, see, uh, Richard complained of, uh, frequently complained of um, perpetrators, uh, cloaked perpetrators entering in his house. Oh, my God. Right before his death, yeah. Whoa, that's my scary. Own, like, my, my, my experience with it, like I said, I, I don't know if I said it on the previous call sometime back. You know those little games that you know them children play. 
like if someone was trying to sit down and they were try to remove the chair and have it hit the floor. <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah, little things, things like that. Like I'm just using that as an example. I remember going to kind of like like back, back, like if I'm carrying a box and for some reason nothing is in front of you, but you have that feeling like something try to make you stumble and fall. Like little things little instances like that. Like, why was that always happening? If I'm going towards the door, like my feet would stumble, like somebody put the leg out and try to make a trip while you're going toward the door, little things like that. If it kept happening, like you don't have no foot problems, something something else was going on. Like it almost seemed as though it was intentional, but yet nobody was there. I missed some of what you said, Melvin, but uh, Heather, uh, Feather, honey, you don't have to uh, ask to be on or ask to speak. You can just join right in with these guys. They don't mind. Oh, what did you say? Yeah, I was just going to say that uh, you don't you don't need to to ask to be you know to join the conversation. You can join in at will. Oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, You're I, I don't remember what I was going to say, but I didn't want to. They were few minutes left, so. If I oh, like I was just just bringing up different instances, like regarding like we was talking about the cloaking, like certain little things. I guess that's games that they like to play, especially if you're working, if you're stocking them and whatnot. You're carrying a lot of boxes in a warehouse and what whatnot. They would try to make you trip or fall, or fall over or lose your balance doing those little games. You have to have good balance reflexes in order to try to save yourself from falling. Because <laughs> I always have to catch myself, but I noticed like those are games that they were playing with me, and they could have possibly been using the technology, like doing it behind the technology. But that's all I wanted to bring up that little experiences. Would you almost tripped over things? Well, one of carrying heavy freight, or heavy uh-huh. like it, if I'm holding heavy boxes or whatnot, you would try to, you know, like make your feet turn sideways as if oh, you're about yeah, to fall. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they did they did something like that to me. I was twice where um, they they lifted my foot off the ground. One of my you know, feet off the ground like 12 inches. Yeah. They did that twice. And one time they did that right in front of my coworkers. It made it look like I was almost going to trip. Yeah. And then I was so embarrassed. It was like right in front of my boss, you know, the the director of the agency. And he goes, oh, be careful you don't fall, you know. And I'm like, you know, it, it was embarrassing. I mean, you know, but. Yeah, that they could do that. It's I don't know. It's it's a, it's a scary thing, you know. They they when I went into my my work car and I was just trying to get into the car real quick and drive off, and then they they had my uh, whole leg hit the, the bottom of the steering wheel. I mean, you know, just <laughs> you know. Um, I wouldn't do that to myself. 
Yeah, like they, like they have all kind of little skits they like to play. Like I can remember another incident, like you bring up the car. Like I bought my family to make some groceries, and I was just sitting in the car waiting for them to come out listening to music. And I mm-hmm. just put the seatbelt to own seat, seat back, laying down, just listening to the vibe they were playing. And all of a sudden, I had gotten like this punch, this punch in, in, in my gut, in, in my stomach Yeah, area. yeah. Yeah, I got punched in the head once, just lying yeah. down on the bed. Yeah, it's it's terrible. I mean, it's not like I had... in, in my car, the music playing, so I, I, I kind of like, I had the seatbelt feedback with my yeah, eyes closed, yeah. so that woke me up. It, it literally yeah. knocked the wind out of me. Yeah. I mean, was it really hard? Yeah, it it, it was. I mean, I, I mean, the pain eventually dissipated, but like those are some, some of the sick things that they, they do, especially when they have, they have you alone. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I told a friend of mine, because <laughs> she kind of, you know, she... She's not a TI, but she, you know, would read up on it and that kind of thing. So, so you know, she believes it. But she, I told her one time when I that I got hit in the head, like it felt like a fist, you know. And she, she told me, she said, "You need some fighting back." And you know, it was kind of funny you know, when she said that. But then that's when she told me to read. She told me to read the the book, you know, The Art of War. You know, yeah. after that. But it was, you know, it was just really, uh, you know, it was shocking to me. I mean, you know, I mean, it just happened so quickly. But see, they have yeah. been doing stuff like that to me all the time. Like it's just a, a few no. seconds ago, they pushed against my ribs. Like what? what was in the early stages of your targeting, like let's say, like around the time you were just kind of finding out, trying to wrap your hand around it. Like was all of that stuff happening around that time frame? Now, the first time they did something where they touched me was uh, when they started back up again. They they started this gaslighting in 2015, and then, you know, I I took off from work and that kind of thing after that. Um, Then they left me alone for like a year and a half, kind of. I would say kind of because they would they would mess with my car and that kind of thing. And then they started heavily targeting um, like uh, April of 2017. So two months after that, that's when I started getting like, you know, uh, getting touched by some force outside there. You know, yeah. they, they the first thing they did that made me notice was I was just lying in bed and they pushed my arm really hard against my body. Yeah. It's so quick. Have you like, boom, experienced, like, like, I guess, the own, I guess you call it, like, sexual assault? What not? Yeah, some, yeah. I'm telling you, yeah, they had some weird stuff, you know. Uh, after that, they were, they were touching me here and there, you know, and it would be sometimes a light touch, sometimes a heavy touch. Um, you know, all parts of my body. Like, I don't know like what that, that is. I mean, and what not? Like my stuff, like two thousand. What? What not? Two thousand. Two thousand five. Two thousand six. 
I was 25 around that time, right? So it was it had to have been like 2005, 2006, like right after they introduced it. I say introduced, like meaning V2K. That's when they come out, coming out party, letting you know about it. But I can think of like before they informed you that they were messing with you. Before. Before. Like, yeah further back in my, I guess, not childhood, like in my youth. I can remember, like, wow. I had a car back then that kept having problems. And they could have possibly been sabotaging my vehicle back back then. Like, how old were you? Like, teenager? Yeah, like, I was, like, 19, 19, 19 or 20, yeah. Okay. And he came See, I, out on the, like in 2005, like with the voice of Scott when he let me know about it. So that's a long time already. But see, I think even, I, I'm not sure 100%, I mean, that, uh, I don't know. This, this I, I, I think I've been targeted even since I was like five or six years old because I, um, the first thing that I remember is, you know this 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 tinnitus, you know this buzzing in the ears. Um, so, the first time so, I remember, I re, I remember that at, at, in in my house, in Stockton, this, uh, I, you know, I was sitting in the living room and then, and it would, but you know, I, I would hear this, what I hear now. Like, did it trigger like intense headaches? No, I would just have this. the The buzzing would ha- happen, and then I yeah. would. I I used to think as a kid when I was six. I used to think this is this is way back because I'm I'm in my sixties, but um, I used to think it was the the telephone wires humming. But then it would go away. That's that's the weird thing. It would go away sometimes, and then and then some days I'd be sitting there in the afternoon, like on Saturday afternoon, and all of a sudden this buzzing comes back, and it's almost it's the same thing I'm hearing now. So it's you know they probably they might have been doing this technology on me back then, you know. Yeah. Even though that's way back in the early '60s, you know they may have already had this, you know, because it went away. It would go away later on. It's gone, and then I didn't have it for years. Just started coming what a year ago when I started getting targeted heavily again. You know then. Uh, June, June of last year, 2017. You're actually right. This technology, we believe it to be of to have been developed uh, during the early 60s, late 50s, April, oh, really? even before then. Yeah. Okay, so they probably were using it on me because I I thought that was the weirdest thing, and I and, the, and I just attributed it to you know, oh to, there's telephone wires nearby, maybe they're humming, you know. I mean, I was only six. Right. And, you know, I didn't say anybody say anything to anybody because I didn't, yeah, I didn't know what it was, but I thought it was kind of, it was weird. Was like, yeah. And then I would leave the house and then it would go away, but then maybe two weeks later it'd come back again. You know, I'd be sitting there, you know, on the couch and I'm like, what's that buzzy? You know, and it would be in my ears for like, you know, hours, you know. Well, there's a remote neural pattern, remote neural monitoring pattern. It's uh, registered to Robert Mullick, I believe. Um, 
Mullock, it's in 1976 is when they patented that. But that's when they patented it, though. That's not when they created it. What year was that? Hmm? Oh, it's it's Robert Mullick. It's a 1976 remote neural monitoring patent. Yeah, this technology's patented. Then the Air Force was the first one to put a patent on uh, uh, V2K, Voice of God weaponry. I don't. I'm I'm quite sure like all of the technology is probably pat, patented. Yeah. Yep. And then you leave outside the U.S. Like yeah. most. Like, each country probably have their own patent on it. Like, they add a little, a little something extra and, and kind of, right. like, patent it in their country, so. Yeah, well, you guys so look at Google It's going to be hard to try to steal an intellectual property, like, in one country, claim it. Yeah. And then, let's say, like, another, tr- another country would try to copycat it, but by it being out of U.S. jurisdiction, like, it's going to be hard to claim that it's patent because they added something else to, to make it not look at, to make it not look kind of similar. They kind of, like, just re, re on, what you want to call them, took it and add something, something different to try to make it look, do, like, everything that's not similar. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I get the concept of it. Yeah. Well, the Russia possesses this technology as well. They call it psychotronics, and of course, they uh, the perps authored the uh, the DSMV to consider anyone who mentions psychotronic weaponry to be schizophrenic. So it was insidiously designed that uh, a DSM that's an insidious filth. It's a piece of filth. It's garbage. It's a warrant to entrap victims of this technology, organized stalking victims. They're using that as a warrant, you know, say, well, you're crazy. No, like that's not. Like, went to Russia to try to get some type of relief to try to see if they can find out what type of, I guess, de- device or what type of um, instruments that they have embedded in the inside of them that can be kind of like tracking the technology or, or, hitting, or hitting individuals harder. Like, do, do they have some type of gadgets? gadgets? Then now look, I've been studying it. Here you go. Now they've got it in our food. The nanotechnology is in our food, especially if you eat garbage food like McDonald's. McDonald's has nano in it. And and they're spraying it on us too in the air. They're spraying us and that's making us when they when they zap us with the elect EMS, it electrifies the metal and makes us more easier connected to the computer for the remote neural monitoring because it's a a brain-to-computer interface or brain-to-brain interface, whichever one they're using on you. Well, you got to be careful even in organic, so-called organic places like Whole Foods. Oh, yeah, because they're spraying it in the air like berries right now. Berries, morgellons are all in the berries. So really, there's really no way to get the morgellons out. I mean, I hear supposedly that... Soaking your feet in vinegar gets some of them out through your feet. Yeah. I don't know if it's true. I haven't tried it yet. But I, I have really you, it's a whole you heard that, so. um, like, whole, like, uh, well, Amazon on, on Whole Foods now, 
but I, 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 I know. believe the past depends on the world. I know, which means that Monsanto's has got his hands on the, the natural food. There'll, there'll be no such thing as organic food. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Monsanto, I guess the courts passed something where Monsanto don't necessarily have to label. They don't have to. They don't have, have to put labels on a food, whether it's organic or GMO. Like you wouldn't know because they've been given the right to not 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 label, so they don't have to label the item. Hey right. Melvin, right. If, it, if I was pronouncing that uh, Malik earlier, it's actually Malik, uh, <laughs> and I think that guy's first name is Robert. But you guys want to know who's the first one to invent this technology? Technology. It's a little son of a bitch called Robert Gunn out of Ann Arbor, Michigan, I believe it is. That man is evil. He was a former National Security Agency employee, I believe. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Mitt Robert Gunn. And, and he's a Satanist. Yeah, he's bad news, man. That guy's, he's, he's enabled this technology to torture thousands of people. I hope that guy is dead, and I hope he's burning in hell. We all do. Yeah. Ryan, <clears throat> hey, today there's no such thing as organic food. I hate to <laughs> burst everybody's <laughs> mouth. But because um, of what's floating down on the whole earth, it's all blanketed. Unless you're netting or growing in hothouses, exactly. that's the only way you can get organic food hydroponically, for instance, or which I did a lot of, and this kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> there's no organic food nowadays growing outdoors. Because the whole world, there's nobody that escapes chemtrails and the aerosols and all the terrible stuff that's coming out of them. And that's you know, why they, we're getting um, into our food. Yeah, I think I think they're putting like more um, chemicals on the non-organic food. Like on the organic food, they're still using stuff like um, aren't they aren't they using like bacteria, pesticides on the organic food? Yeah, and those are weird too. They sprayed that over my house. They sprayed BTK over my uh, my building, and they never right. sent me the warning from the Department of Agriculture. So I had the window open. It got all in my face and lungs and everything. But then I realized that the that if you get the organic, we probably have more risk of getting those biopesticides, which are just bacteria, which just goes right with the nano, or we or we get the chemicals from the other ones, so from the non-organic. So I don't make an effort now. We have to eat something, so what I suggest is before I eat anything out of the ground, even yeah. though it's full of chemicals and fertilizers, I do a rinse of either lemon water or vinegar water. Just a little, a couple drops in, and I use only distilled water for everything. I don't drink or use, even for cooking, my water in my tap because it's coming out of the Niagara River where the Love Canal was, and I don't want to deal with that stuff. So i got enough headaches beside that. So um, you really got to tend to your food. It takes a lot of time to prepare food if you're going to try to... I mean, we can't get rid of all of it. There's no way. It's in the food. It's, it's you know, grown in yeah, the food. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I want to say well, something that some people might not be aware of, but if you have, you have mercury in your mouth, in your tooth, or something like that, like I do, Right. Um, I think they remove the mercury, and they, they have... Um, veneer now but they had mercury and when you have that mercury in your tooth it makes it easier to, for them to conduct the V2K too it could be that's why they call it Bluetooth you know Bluetooth right 
Oh. Hey, you better get rid of the mercury amalgam or however you say that filling. Those things. Are oh, they already pulled it out. Good. That will slow poison you to death. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere near a dentist, and I got a whole lot of mercury. So. Mm. Yeah, well, the dentist you can't trust. You know, they're so sweet and so charming and. God only knows what they do when they open, make a hole in your tooth to drill or anything. You have no clue. Yeah, and, 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 and put stuff and put stuff in there and leave it in there. <laughs> I have a. I was. I was on vacation about six years ago, and I had a horrible problem. I I never have any problems with my teeth. I have all my original teeth except the two they knocked out. So what happens is I go to the dentist because I'm in horrible. I end up having a root canal after a couple weeks. And I'm still on vacation. I'm at a dentist I never saw before. Sure enough, if he doesn't put an implant in that doggone uh, thing. I kept saying, what's taking so long? Oh, I can't find this. I can't find that. Well, lo and behold, I can't even touch that part of my face where he put an in- implant upper right in my tooth canal. So consequently, I don't trust any dentist or anything. If I have to pull something out, I'll get a pliers and I'll pull it out myself. I'm not doing anything with dentists. Did you get a scan? No, I didn't get a scan, but I can feel it in my tooth. I can oh, feel it. Wow. It's in oh, my gosh. head. It's in my mouth. I'm loaded. Luda, oh, is, it, is it like your back teeth? No, is it's it? my front upper right. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, okay. it's midway back. Midway back. It's between front and back, but you upper know, right. You know what I read? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. May I ask this so you're breaking up. You're unintelligible. Barely hear you. Sorry, because I think the perps are missing. Wow! Imagine that. I think the perps are missing. Yeah. Perps missing. But I had gone to the dentist about two, three months ago, and this dentist shows up. I've never seen her. She goes over there and she's cleaning my teeth, and usually it's. I guess we'll just have to tolerate it for a little bit. But I can't 
Uh-huh. And my cordless phone's not charged up, and I'm in here on this corded phone, and I can't see the board at the same time. So. Oh, okay. I was kicked off earlier. That's what happened earlier. I, was- I think it's okay. California. It's California, Ryan. Okay, let me let me get that. But I, he might not know his phone's making that noise. I, I... Yeah, he might not have known his his phone was making all that weird noise. That was it. Thanks, buddy. I got it. You're most welcome. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> uh, they did the laugh, Kyle. It's like... <laughs> nah. uh, yeah. uh, that's all the laugh you can get from me tonight. Is, uh, <laughs> I'm so tired. Oh, since I have you both on the phone, do you guys know James Valentine? Mm, yeah, I know. I, he is. I, yeah, I know him. He turned on. Oh, okay, because I see him on... He's on... Oh, well, he's on Twitter. Put that. Hey, stop that. What is that? My... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was me. Okay. It was me. I'm my oh, dad. Okay. Okay. Um, I was eating on... some. I was eating some yeah. crackers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Um... I'm busted red-handed. <laughs> no, you gotta bust um... out all the crackers for. <laughs> I like James. Crackers. Hey, I'm sitting here actually laughing because I I let my dog um take a big bite of the peanut butter, <laughs> and it looks so funny. She can't stop licking. <laughs> oh. Um, I was just gonna say that James. Uh, he. Well, I don't know him really, but he usually tweets one way. And then all of a sudden, he had, like, all capital letters. He said that they were changing his face, and I understand what what that's about, you know, because they're obviously doing that to my face. I think they do it to a lot of faces, Um, maybe some more than others, obviously. But they really change his face a lot. And so he said he thought they were trying to do something, you know, they're trying to make him look a certain way, of course. And on top of it, he he said that they might make their some kind of move in so many words, too. And, And then all of a sudden, his... His tweets started being like all capital letters and really offensive, and and um, so I started asking him. I tried to private message him, and it's like James, you know, is is this you tweeting this? Because you know it doesn't sound like you. And was your account taken over? And um, anyway, it's just kind of weird. I I don't know. If, I don't. I'm not entirely sure it's him because he had indicated that. Um after a couple of days, like yesterday or something, that um, that they're not letting him access his account, but yet his account is still tweeting. So, and then, um, so I don't know if he can actually see all those tweets that are on his account, but there were like 20 of them in like, that were on the same time. So are you like going out with him? Is, it, is he your no, boyfriend? No. No, oh, I don't okay. even know this guy. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even, oh, I'm just I don't even, I, Oh, wait, is that is this Ryan? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So I don't I don't even know him, but I'm tweeting. So the thing is, is that um, I don't know. I'm just so if any of you guys know or want to take a look on his Twitter, it's it says something like it's got Michael Tesla, it's got the Michael Tesla symbol, and then it says like Tax International, and it says James W. Valentine, I believe. But he um he said he designed the Tax logo. But or the person that tweeted back, it's just that I know that these kind of things happen, and I was just worried that maybe he was disappeared or something, that someone took over his Twitter because it, his Twitter is no way of ever um, known. 
There's no way of knowing, and the perps will. Uh, I'll tell you, I I I heard oh. him quite a bit, and uh, he yeah. was talking about how they were changing his face, and I thought, geez, wow, that's strange. Well, they started doing the same thing to me, and I'm thinking further into the future, um, the way, what they're doing. Um, I think they're trying to make a lot of us look similar. So let's say in a in a lineup or a crowd, they could pick us out if they're looking for us, because um, there's, for me, they're squaring off my uh, chin. I have a... <laughs> yeah, they're, they're changing I was our dog going in 1969, and you can't even tell that there's any resemblance. I'm not kidding you. So what happened was um, I can see what they've done to my face, and I think that what from what he said, it's very similar to what they were doing to him. So then my mind and wonders, so, and maybe yeah. they're trying to do it so they can recognize targets and maybe a lot of people don't even know it's being done because you don't feel it it's done when you're oh, unconscious. i feel it i feel it i feel I'm not a little thing they do doing it i okay. i wake up when i'm knocked out and then when i come back after let's say 60 minutes or 30 minutes then i begin to feel my face and i can see what's been done as with other parts of my body as well so consequently they have the ability to remotely totally dis you know, deform you and rearrange you yeah. so people know this. How? Yeah. Like, what do you gonna... mean? I, I I heard you talking about that before. Like what do you mean? Like how, how do you like how do you know they're doing your, making your face change? Because of pictures? Well I can I can see right when they do it. I like I don't obviously see when they do it at night until uh. I wake up. But they usually do it during the daytime when they're um a lot of times they'll do it when they're mad at me for talking and I'll get the um laser line on my face. But I think they're trying to be more sneaky since I went and showed a doctor my face mm-hmm. and the the laser lines. Mm-hmm. So, um I have witnesses now building up but they're um a lot of times I'll get like a little bump, I call it an attack bump. But it's like a perfectly round bump. Sometimes it's white, sometimes it's red, and when it's a really bad attack it'll be huge. And there's usually always, there's, like, sunken in skin. They just vaporize tissue around wherever that bump is. And so I have one right now by my ear. It's going away because I'm trying to heal it. But um, they just, I, I think they're just, they shave down the face. And James said the same thing. He said they make razor cuts and they shave down his face. And so I can look at, I can look at a face because I do facelift, energy facelift. I can look at a face and I can tell where they've done this stuff. I can, and, uh, I can tell see it on my how chin. their face is supposed to, Yeah, they, they like to do... They mess with my chin a lot. You know, a lot of our character of the face, I, I feel, is in the jaw, in the jawline. And I had a, real, a perfectly smooth jawline, like most of us do. And they try to nick in... They try to dig into it. So on each side of the chin, um, yeah, they try to what make I the chin stick out. On the first of every month, you guys all have cameras of some nature or you have the ability with your phones or with electronic cameras or whatever. Make it the first of every month and you can take pictures of yourself or hear about some selfies or have someone take a picture just from your um, chest up to the top of your head. Do it every month and keep them in a row and, and compare them. Oh, yeah. I do, it like every, I do it like every day because you're constantly... But what they do is they blur the camera and turn it yellow while I'm trying to take evidence pictures. And um, I'm like, you know, there's multiple uses for them to be doing this to my face. Plus, they're probably trying to discredit me because I'm a face healer. 
and, you know, it's, it's just so horrible what they're doing. But I see what they're doing to James. I can see by his pictures. I can see exactly what they're doing. And they're trying to change. It's kind of like they're trying. It's not just aesthetic because they're not only trying to remove um, evidence of our identity, like our ethnic identity, like he's Austrian-American. Um, and I have certain things in, in my um, background that show through my face. But they're also, yeah, I think they're trying to take away the character, the individual character of the <coughs> The other thing is, is they've stolen a lot of our ID pictures, which mine have been stolen twice from the uh, my non-driver's driver's license, you know, my motor vehicle's ID that I use for everything. Yeah. And when they steal that, now I don't look like the picture on that ID. So <laughs> it's crazy if I ever have to use it, right? Pretty, pretty, pretty oh. ridiculous. Like my passport, for instance, like my two passports from two countries. Yeah. They know what they're doing. This is all pre-planned and very, very well orchestrated. They know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. They told him, he said they told him, huh? Excuse me for a minute, Feather. California, you need to mute that wind rumbling noise. I unmuted you. I'm still hearing that noise from your line. The perps can do that because they've done it to me before. Yeah. They do it yeah. so that the person will get thrown off and they won't be, you'll ask them to not to uh, use the line. That's yeah. why they do it. They're trying so to get they, as moderators to perma mute them. Yeah, yeah. To get rid of them. Yeah, and that's bad. But that's why they do that. That's why when I don't talk, I oh, hate myself. Yeah, it, it might be your phone because your phone sounds a little muffled. You're, like your voice is really low. Whose phone? Not, uh, the lady that was California. speaking, not Luda, the other one. Oh, okay. My, my phone? Yeah, can you can you hang up and call back in and see if that will get rid of that? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. okay. Right. Um, but the other thing is that, um, is that the, the facial structure, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that, um, the other part about the, um, is that it's, so not only are they trying to, like, change our identity and remove the individuality of our faces, um, but the um, it's it's connected to the structure. So when they're when they're messing around with our jaw down there, it's affecting the teeth. I think they're trying to get at the teeth. So they're trying to affect everything around the mouth and the teeth, which goes all the way up into the mid-face and into the jaw. So they're, they're trying to mess with all of that. Plus, apparently, um, yeah. And so, and then when they're, when they're aging people around the eyes and in between the eyes and stuff, um, you know, obviously that they, I, I believe if people studied, they would see a correlation between this um, a recent rapid aging, well, usually in TIs, but probably a little bit other people, and, you know, eye problems. So when I do the, when I do the Reiki, the facelift around on the eye area, my vision gets better. So, and they just, everything they tell us is lie. You know, a lot of it is lies. From, yeah. And I know this. And maybe that's part of why they want to get rid of me. But, like, they say, oh, you know, you can't do anything about this. You can't do anything about that. This is permanent. No. The teeth can grow back. The eyes can reverse and improve without all their fancy technology. And I'm not trying to replace them. But, I, you know, I don't like the lies. And I don't like them putting lies on my face. And, um, anyways, right. and when they're doing the, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of times, like, so when the people's foreheads are shrinking, you know they're probably going to have some brain damage because they're hitting they're hitting our heads with this technology. It's going all the way into the brain, and so then you can see 
So I look at some people that I suspect are mind-controlled, like in the media or celebrities, and a lot of times I'll see that their forehead, you just look closely and you're going to see their forehead is all sunken in, their temples are sunken in, and you can see that the eyebrow ridge seems to jut out. Well, it's not jutting out. What happened is it's an illusion. It's an illusion because the tissue around the edge of the eyebrow, around the whole eyebrow, is actually damp. It's like vaporized and sunken in. And so when that all sinks in, and then you get these little illusions popping up. So, you know, so there was an old um, science called um, orthogony, I think it is, where they would, um, they thought that they could analyze people's, I don't know, things about the person from looking at their skull. And um, they got rid of that and discredited it supposedly. But, you know, I'm kind of wondering now, the more that I see the way the face and the skull structure correlates with being a TI and how long we've been getting hit with these weapons, I think, you know, maybe part of the reason they discredited that, um, you know, if they were using it to um, attack people racially, then that's wrong. But as far as, you know, identifying certain traits, I don't I don't think it's entirely, um, what's the word? Um, I, I can't think they, of the word, but, you know, I think, I think there's some merit to that. And they I think that just kind of like the fraudulent diagnoses, I think that that's one thing, you know, do away with all the stuff that's going to help people actually figure out what's going on. But so anyway, but with James, though, here's the thing, though. So he starts talking all this. So I was looking at his stuff because it's interesting, and I can see that he's totally speaking the truth. By looking at his face, you can see they totally shaved off, like, like all the way under his eyes where the eye ridge totally, it juts out very distinct, you know, um, noticeably. But um, he's starting to say things like, oh, it, he's, what is this now? You know, I don't know. It's starting to sound a little bit less weird, like more like himself. But I don't. I'd have to analyze these tweets. But you can look at these tweets, and he's talking about like he's telling us to see forensic psychologist. He's he's telling me or telling us, telling his readers. Um, here, he's telling us uh, that. Oh, if you think you're getting electronic harassment, see a forensic psychologist. They're the specialists that can determine this, and blah blah blah. Well, a forensic psychologist was on the team that helped put Tyler away, and Tyler Tyler doesn't even know the guy, and he was at his um, hearing like over a year ago when he first got put away in there. So no, I, it feels like he's telling us just you know things to. I don't know. I just think somebody might have it, but I don't know for sure. So anyways, um, but he's also saying that, oh, TI, legal alert or something, be careful having a Faraday cage with a frequency jammer or frequency something or other and that you can get in trouble with the FCC and this and that. And I just didn't think that that would be, and I don't know him that well, but from the tweets I had been reading, I didn't think that was something that he could, he would um, he would be tweeting. I can anyway, tell you another Yeah? I was just going to say, I can tell you another thing that they're doing is shrinking the skull. I can see where there's a oh, channel yeah. put along the bottom of the back of, of above my ears where they've separated the skull from the rest of my uh, back of my neck and behind my ears. And my, my skull is an, about an inch and a half in circumference smaller than it was three years ago. Just so people we, know. Yeah, we, we got Don't to measure surprised, our skulls. But that's that's what they're doing. No. That's oh, I the know. microwave. They've been doing this to me. Microwave can yeah. do that. Yeah, they've been doing this to me for years because I knew even before the overt targeting, I think they were zapping me for years and I didn't know it because I just thought, why Why is I, my head sinking in? My skull is sinking in. And I can feel it. I can feel that at the top of the back of my head, it's flat. 
and that's not supposed to be flat. And I'll do the healing, and the thing, it plumps up. And then they'll go, and they'll go at it again, and then the thing is shrinking down. So they're, to- yeah, they're totally altering our skulls. That's why I try to shield smaller. my head so much. You know, I'm going out, yeah. it's going to be over 100 degrees today, and I'm still going to have to wear a lot of heavy stuff on my head. But I have to yeah. be out in it all day from uh, 9 in the morning till midnight today. But there's nothing I can do about it because I'll be hit, you know, really bad. But, but this is the way life goes. I mean, <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. It's just, um, it's it's sad. It's hard. It's so sad to see what they're doing to everybody. And, I like, I can tell exactly what they're doing. I can look at the face, and I can see. I can imagine how he used to look a little bit, you know. He used to have a totally different look than what they've done to him. You can just see they've shrunken in his mid-face, made his eyes. You're trying to make him look all totally different. There's yeah, a he mentioned that they took a lot of his hair out of his head, too, and made his hair very yeah. sparse and things like that. Yeah, I, I heard yeah and they messed once. up his mouth. Yeah, his lips, the lips can heal. His lips are all sunken in. They've, they've damaged the whole area around his lips and made it look like he has real thin lips. And um, some people naturally do, but I know by looking at this, you could see the skin above his lips is like, um, what's the word? Yeah, well, they've made the lip look like it's sagging, like it's drooping, and it's that's that's not how he's supposed to be. That tissue, if that tissue were all regenerated, his lips would be plumper, and it would be pointing up, upwards like a young person's lips. Well, and four now, years ago, chin. they burnt my lips right off, Feather. Burnt them right off. I had no lips. I went to doctors oh from one to another to another, biopsies, painful things done, and nobody could figure it out, and I didn't know I was targeted at the time. So I didn't know what was oh. going on, but my whole my whole mouth was burning up all the time. I had blisters on my tongue, lesions on my tongue. This was from microwave that I didn't know was happening. But when they burned off my lips, I saw a doctor from Italy. She prescribed a tube of cream that cost $400. I mean, I think it was one ounce. And uh, somebody paid for it for me, and that didn't even help. So until they stopped their craziness, my... I've got, you know, my lips are not normal now, um, but they're very thin. But I, I did get some, some of it did come back, but not, not all of it, no. You know, you, it, could, it, you could take some organite. You could take some organite, and I don't know, you could try to work with it because I believe that, you know, when they do this stuff, whatever part of the body, including the face, whatever part they do it, that the healing, you know, the body knows how it's supposed to be in its ideal state. And you just have to... If you, if you feed energy back into the organ or the body part or the system, it you know the body can heal it. But um, you know, what's a good source of organite? I, I don't really know, um, but you I know. I mean, it. it's, it's just one idea. It's I one know idea that making it is one thing. I'll tell you with the hypoxia and all that stuff. I right. can't imagine myself doing that, having to do everything <laughs> by touch. I'm going to have my fingers stuck in it for the rest of my life. Oh, <laughs> yeah, really? Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. I don't really know what the best. They, I've seen some beautiful ones on Etsy, actually, and they say that the pyramid shape is supposed to be good. Um, but you know, yeah, and and plus I've heard that when people make organite, like the black helicopters tend to show up and stuff. But we're used to that anyways. They but, do. Um, yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they do. It like, shows up on radar, blue on the radar. Yeah. The what does? The organite. organite. Uh, yeah. Oh no, well, uh, oh. not the not. Not so much the organite, but the, a cloud, uh, a chembuster will. Don't don't mess around with them cloud busters. You get hurt bad with one of them. You, you you must know how to operate them. And if you build one, 
No, it's one by Don Croft, or whichever one that is, that, that the cloud cluster. Oh. They're supposed oh. to disperse chemtrails with organite power. Okay, but what it does, if you don't, if you don't drain those off pro- properly into a puddle of water, whatever, it will fry you. Oh, yeah. if you don't drain it into a puddle of water? Yeah, you got to put it, like I said, in a, something about setting in a puddle of water, and if the energy don't drain out of that, it will fry you, yeah. Oh, you mean because it stores the bad energy? Yeah, exactly. It will. It's right. Like, that's it, that's what I've heard is that, like, you got that you have to clean. I don't know everything about it. I, I know, I've read that you have to clean, make sure you clean it because it's going to store that bad stuff and it could turn it. So I don't really know. And I know that there might be some bad apples in the community. It will. Okay. It hurts you bad. So, um, but there might be other things too, Luda, like, um, I mean, piezoelectric crystals um, convert bad energy to good. So yeah. I'm not sure without. But you can teach yourself, Luda, to heal. I mean, everyone can. We we all can can heal ourselves. You can. There's an article I found. Um, it's called. Um, let me hold how much one I've been telling people. Um, but you can. How is it? How to heal yourself and others? It was that. You think it's that love and healing, healing. Love and healing. Um, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, i got to dig it up. There's an article. It's like healingandlove.com or something. It's like how to heal. Well, I'm going to find this. Hold on. How to heal yourself and others. But um, And Qigong. So Qigong, like, like Lynette is talking about, is good. And there is, um, you can use Qigong to heal. Um, and there's medical. There's a such thing as medical Qigong. And, oh, here, healingandlove.com. So it's how to heal yourself and others. And there's like an intro article and a step one and a step two. And I have to double check and see what it says actually. But I thought it looks pretty good. It's like a basic energy healing, as you think. But um, yeah, so I don't know. But I know that um, that uh, my lips had gone through changes and they're trying, you know, they're trying to target them and stuff. But um, back in the day, I wonder if I was hit years ago because I remember my I was having problems with my lips and they were look like, all this damage, and I thought it was from this or that, and um, yeah, you know, I didn't know. That's what, what I'm saying. I think yeah, it, like it kept go- getting worse and worse, and then I found from healing. That right before they healed me or they started over targeting me, I realized. I mean, I already sort of knew. I knew that if you if you apply enough energy, healing energy, the lips are there. They come out. They don't just disappear. It's just, they've they've taken so much tissue away. You know, it's just that. Um, you know what I mean? It's at the bot anyway. Without saying too much, I might look for that article. I'm very interested. Yeah, it's yeah. He and actually he'll send free Reiki. So I don't know the guy. I always say like go with your gut, whatever you, however you feel with somebody about somebody because you know, um, because bad things can happen if they if somebody. But I don't. He looks like he looks good. I am looking at his picture. I've I've been looking at this guy's stuff and I don't know. But and but then again, I I think some of these um healing um mishaps that I had in the past were from. Um, could have been from the weapons, but now that I think about it, like usually when I thought something really bad happened from somebody, um, there were also behavioral red flags, you know. So when I get a behavioral red flag, the people are acting weird, um, this and that, looking at me weird. Um, I mean, I actually had that happen before with this one. There was a bunch of them, and there was this one lady, and they did a bunch of damage to me, and she should have known better. But anyway, so if you go with your gut, and, you know, if I have any bad feeling about someone, I just, um, but I just, I don't really go to healers usually anymore. 
But in the past, it was like if I had any bad feeling, I didn't go to them because that person is accessing your aura. So they're getting like the most intimate, you know, um, clo- closeness pretty much. So you don't you don't want to go to someone that you're not comfortable with. But there's people or a few people online that offer this for healing, and there you have the article. So, um, but there's there's a lot of ways. I can't the technique I have is proprietary, and um, so I can't tell people how I do it. But I believe that anybody, you know, people can figure out how to do it. It's, you know, there's lots of information about there to heal yourself. And um, I think, um, yeah, so, but if you if you know how to how to handle the crystals, that can help too, you know. So some of it's really just intuitive. Um, and I was figuring that out too before they got me. I was figuring out, like, um, in a pinch, I, I think they probably, I remember I'd fallen one day. And I, I was like, like I hurt my foot and my knee or something. And I just, I just got out my crystals and I just started intuitively. I'm like, okay, I'm going to put this here and I'm going to heal at the same time. And it really helped. Like, it seemed like it really helped. And so, um, but anyway, so I hope you can, um, but yeah, I feel, I feel bad. My dream was to help crime victims and burn victims. So I would have been helping people like you, like James, that is my dream. Yes, I wanted to work with celebrities because I know I can, and I know that they, they want services like this. But um, my heart was really to help crime victims because I know how it feels, and I've had people do bad things to my face, and I've had to heal it, and I didn't even know that they were probably using the weapons on me. I mean, I was waking up with cracks and holes in my crystals. I would fall asleep with the crystal on my body, and I'd wake up and there was holes and cracks in them. And I didn't know what it was, but I, what I knew was, thinking about it, I thought, wait a minute. All I know for sure is that it's some kind of frequency. I knew that much. I just didn't know from where. And I even thought, you know, it could have been technology, but I didn't, I didn't, it was, I was slowly, slowly realizing that these weapons were a thing. And so that they could, um, anyway. Well, thanks for your helpful information. I like to oh, learn sure. from you. help it. Oh, good. You're welcome. I hope, I hope you figure it out. I think I will. <laughs> I figured out yeah, a lot sure. of things. Sure. Yeah. Oh, no, you're smart. Funny. You're yeah. smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I've got to make uh, baked beans in about a half an hour for 40 people. You still have to carry okay. on no matter what's going on. It's happening to you or happening around you. You still got still to gotta live, and that's. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta work on that more. I'm <laughs> just, just carrying on, you know, because they yeah. were, they've been really successful at disrupting. They stole three and a half hours yesterday. Um, I was trying to do something online, and it was just maddening. They kept, I had so many devices, and they were just messing with the internet connection. So, it's like I, the, the Wi-Fi didn't work, and my hotspot didn't work that I had just paid for and put on my phone, and then my friend's hotspot on the exact same phone, his didn't work either. And, you know, and the phone company was like, you know, that is strange. <laughs> so, like, will you make an affidavit? Yeah. Huh? Nobody can figure it out. Yeah, I had a lot of trouble with the Internet last yesterday all day, too. It's like it, it, they it all was, go by the same playbook. Every day they're supposed to do this to us. Then they're going to harass us with the phone the next day. Then they're going to harass us with uh, something else the next day. And it seems like they're all doing yeah. about the same thing all the time. Yeah, it's a playbook they use, some kind of program. Yeah, they were like, and, it, and, as soon as, and as soon as I was done doing what I had to do, which I had to bend over backwards to get my task done, it was important stuff I had to get done. And um, as soon as I was done, oh, it worked fine again. <laughs> it was just, and, and every other, it all worked, everything worked except that one page I needed would just went and load, and, and all of a sudden my connection goes from excellent to poor. 
And so, yeah, but anyway. How about I call I Spectrum to... and I get a, a, a technician in here? And, I, and I, he's standing there and all of a sudden, just perfect. He says, there's nothing wrong with your Internet. I said, what are you talking about? It hasn't worked for two days. It's working perfect. Well, see, they make you look like fools. That's what they want to do. Yeah. You know, they want to make you look a little bit goofy and crazy. And then one day I was, they kept the, the perps kept changing my account and they kept sending the uh, technician to the wrong apartment for three times in a row. <laughs> I finally was sat outside and I escorted him by hand almost to my apartment. I said, well, I'm supposed to go to the other one. I said, oh, no, you're not. You're coming with me, buddy. I've been waiting for you for three days. But I knew that oh. they had mis- they misdirected him to someplace else in the building. Yeah, that, it's constant. Oh. You have to be on your toes every I mean, I lost second. three and a half hours. Three and a half hours. Oh, yeah. And that's, so... That's common. And then my friend... And they and, and so they then they involved my friend's phone. He's like, he couldn't believe it. Like, he couldn't even access it to, on his on his other device, on his laptop. Like, nothing, it just wouldn't work. And his phone, he tried to even check his balance to double-check and verify that he actually had... Um, data left on his hotspot, and the page wouldn't even load. And I mean, finally, I think it, it finally loaded after a long, long time, but it was all acting really weird. So, yeah, they go after my friends and family. Oh, they do. To to me. They do. Even my editors, they'll send work that they say is perfect. I'll get it, and there'll be so many doggone mistakes because they've intercepted it and changed things. I said, what are you people? Oh. Are you, have you lost your mind? Are you dumb again? Or what's going on? What are you sending me here? And they... They don't know what's going on. I do. I, I figure it out real quick, but it's they have our lives so, they think they have it so screwed up. But, you know, it's so easy to figure it all out. It's so easy to figure out what they're doing. There's nothing that they yeah. can put up past us. Nothing. You know what they did to my sister once? She was at work. I believe they did this to her, I'm saying. Because they, this just wasn't normal. They were doing the same kind of stuff they do to me, to the, all my family, only in different little ways. She was at work. Her phone was doing stuff by itself, and it was, um, what was it doing, like ringing or something, and it was on really high volume, and she couldn't turn it down, and, like, her boss was getting mad at her. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but it, kept, it was interrupting her, and so finally she, you know, was able to would do something to, yeah, to short-circuit that problem, turn it off, or I don't know what she did, but... Um, they even messed with the off. electricity in my apartment, and I had um, the uh, proprietors for these uh, senior living buildings had to call an electrician in and, and rip <laughs> my electricity apart. I knew what was wrong with it, but I couldn't tell them. But there, there was yeah. nothing wrong with it is what it was. But I just have to laugh at the whole thing because it's getting comical to me right now. You know, what they're doing is so uh-huh. stupid. It's so childish. I mean, a five-year-old can do better. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like kids trying to take away somebody else's toys or something. It's yeah. like on that level. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well, I better get to work or nobody's going to have baked beans at the picnic today. Are are you using a, you're not using a slow cooker? No, I'm doing, um, uh, I've been doing it, my family's been doing it like this probably 100 years. Um, No, I just, I work with um, raw beans that I've uh, soaked overnight. I started with, um, you know, raw beans. I didn't start with anything in cans and all. And then I make a real nice uh, sauce that goes on with molasses and, you know, the same thing, mustard, ketchup. I do use a pound of bacon, though, however, <laughs> but uh, they're really tasty. And the problem is they're so good that that's all they want me to bring to these summer picnics. And I get so annoyed because oh. I do you, make you the, actually bake them? I will, yeah. That's the la- I'll bake them the last hour. But I've already prepared okay. the beans, you know, today, so... 
Now I just have okay. to work with them. And then when I'm going to come back from the uh, fair out in the country about 40 minutes from here. After the parade, I'll come back. I'll put them in the oven, pick them up, and then take them to the picnic and be there for fireworks and uh, marshmallow roast and all about, that stuff. I think you told us about the fair. Did you about the fair? I think you told it, us about you going to certain fairs. Yeah, there's there. See, I'm I'm really in a an agrarian rural county where ninety percent of the people are farmers, and they live a very healthy life. Let me tell you, um, they have these uh, craft shows and fairs. Like there's a corn festival, a peach festival, an apple festival, and at all of these they make uh, chowder and chicken chowder, clam chowder. They have all homemade stuff, and then um, they have craft shows of all the people in the country, and they make a really nice thing. Plus, we have Amish around here, a lot of Amish people in the country, and they really do beautiful, you know, quilts and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And then uh, so glad I'm, there's some Amish. Mm-hmm. at the one I'm going to today, there's all antique um, farm machinery, and I just love going into these burn, barns that are absolutely meticulous. With the machinery they used 100 years ago, 150 years ago, it's just fascinating to me, uh, all the stuff by hand. And then they have plows with horse-drawn plows in the fields today working, uh, planting and cultivating and all. So I don't know. I'm, I'm just, wow. I came from villages. I came from peasants' stocks. So I'm used to this kind of thing, and I love it. And uh, yeah, it's all beautiful. homemade. They cook over, yeah, they cook over big fire pits and... Um, you know, it's it's not. Do they all seem like really happy? Do they seem like really content people? Yes, yes, yes. And the kids are so different that are raised in the country. Oh my God, they they entertain themselves. They don't have cell phones. They don't have video games. Um, that's not the way money's spent in the country. Um, it's very different. The kids have beautiful horses and. Um, they have wagons, they, they go out on camping trips, they together, you know, teenagers. It's it's so different. It's so healthy living compared to the city dwellers. So that's where I spend most of my time and because my friend's family, it's got a very large family and they're all in the country. So um I just love love them. They're just terrific. So that's where I'm going to spend the day from nine o'clock in the morning till midnight. I'll be going okay. to you know, a few different places. But um, I'm trying to do everything I can do and want to do because who knows about tomorrow. I just have to live for today. Yeah. Get through today, you know, That's so we nice. don't know what's well, going to happen. Yeah. yeah, but I wish everybody a, a happy fourth. Whatever you do, do something special for yourself. Treat yourself special some way in some days so you remember that you lived for the fourth on 2018. So anyway, yeah. I've got to run along, but I hope everybody has a okay. happy day, and I'll see you on the flip side. How's that? Right, Ryan? He's sleeping. <laughs> but anyway, Uh-oh. on my way. <laughs> okay, good night, Luda. Yeah, take good care. Bye-bye, Feather. Good night, Luda. Night, Ryan. Hey, Kyle, you take good care. What was you that, too. Luda? I was, uh, I was uh, reading a message. Night. Have fun for the fourth. <laughs> yeah, right. Bye-bye now. Hey, can Hello? you guys hear me? Yeah. No. Hey, now. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> no, hey. <laughs> uh, wow. Been sitting there humming a song, talking to some people on Facebook. About to get, get a jump in the shower. 
or rinse this nasty sweat off of me, and I'm going to get, get the old drinky beer out. Drinky drink. Can I ask you guys a quick question? So do you yep. think that James would be the type to be telling people to go to a forensic psychologist? I felt like that was a red flag. I think the guy's a perp, man. He turned on me. I was trying to help the freaking guy. I don't he think he's a perp, Ryan. Like, I, I've talked to him a lot. I think he probably just, like, a forensic psych, uh, psychiatrist is, uh, like, they work with the police, right? I don't know. Mm. I, I think it's I think it's a bad idea, but I don't think he's a perp. I think it's just a You're probably bad right. Idea. I don't think he's a perp, but he is. They've made him extremely paranoid. Uh, he he had a petition going. He's trying to earn some money. He's homeless out there in Las Vegas, I believe. When he was yeah, he's homeless. There. Okay, so Las Vegas, that's where he is. Yeah. yeah and, he's, uh, he's homeless, and he's been, he was really desperate and begging people. And then all of a sudden, he had all these, I felt like they were trying to set him up, and that's kind of how he was saying. Like, all of a sudden, he had all these all-caps tweets, like he was just on a rampage, you know, ranting and ranting. And he's done like, stuff like that before I've seen him do it, yeah. He has? It, yeah, okay. yeah, but the thing right, about fine. it is, though, the thing about it is, though, he, I, I, I was trying to help the guy with this, uh, with this GoFundMe and all that, and he just got mad and blocked me for no reason. Well, you know, I think here's what what I noticed though is that some TIs, because I, it looks like he's getting it really bad, you know, plus he's homeless. I mean, we all get it bad, but some TIs, um, I've just, I've seen this before, um they get kind of grouchy and they get kind of like, you know, trigger happy where they're just like cut people off. Like I've had somebody cut me off. Like I didn't do anything wrong. I, you know, I, the person, whatever the reason is, you know, people have their reasons and that's fine. That's what's right for them. And, um, but they're dealing with their own thing, you know, but so I, I don't want to say that they didn't have a good mental state, but you what know, do you some mean people, cut you, like cut you off when you're speaking. No, is that... like, they don't talk. They won't talk to me anymore. Um, oh, okay. They, I, I think they had too much going on in their own life, and, and that's fine. It was just, and I wasn't even talking about the thing. There was like a, there was a contentious issue, you know, that they, but I guess I should, that's not even really a good example, actually, but I've just, I've seen, I've seen people get grouchy, you know, and so I think sometimes when people are tortured really bad, that they can start to get, um, you know, I don't know how to say it um, delicately, um, impatient with people around them, you know, or I don't know if a good way is to say that, you know, but um, I don't know if that helps, but, you know, we all have our own opinion about different people, but I can look at his face and I can tell it looks to me like he's definitely, he's been showing these pictures, he's definitely being attacked by some kind of um, technology. And uh, so, but, but then again, people get turned, you know, so I'm not saying I, I think he's turned, um, but I mean I can see where, you know, you might not trust certain people that other people think are TIs because I think sometimes people get turned, especially, you know, some of us think that it's a concern like if they end up getting hospitalized or whatever that they might not come out acting the same, um, or or like like especially there's like if they start chain like um, contradicting what they used to say before, you know, talking about something different. To me, that's another red flag when they start talking different um, and kind of dis- disowning other stuff that they used to say. Um, so, so I don't know. I've quietly kind of noticed here and there things changes with people, but but yeah, I mean, if you've seen that before and that's just him, then that's comfort. You know, that's that's good to know because then I won't worry so much. 
um, maybe he maybe he decided to settle down a little bit because <laughs> I messaged him. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, is this you? Like, can you, you know? And um, yeah. And whoever answered said it was him. And so I don't know, but they're talking calmer now. So I guess it's nothing too radically different that they're saying now, that the account is saying it's just sounded a little, I don't know, just been talking about go to psychologists and warning people about the Faraday case. Kind of like they're just trying to generally educate us about all this microwave and mind control and stuff. So it sounded really generic. And I thought, this guy knows what he's talking about. So I don't understand why all of a sudden this account is producing these really generic tweets, you know. So uh, well, he could just be getting guy. really desperate. I mean, he's out on the streets. He's being targeted, and he could just be angry. You know, so he, right, yeah. And I thought that that was a possibility. Like, if you're a TI, right, and you're getting brutally tortured, like he is, that I guess that could happen. So. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, he's I probably. He should, I mean, yeah. Hi, what? Oh, uh, he's probably just really angry about the situation. You know. He's homeless. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And then there's this other guy, Michael, who's in New York that I saw on Twitter. And he's um he's in the hospital and he says they're turning, they're like twisting plastic around his blood vessels and they're trying to kill him. And then the last tweet I saw, well, then I saw a few more tweets, so he might be okay, but... um. The last thing I had seen when I started to worry about him was he said that they denied him food and water and were not letting him turn down treatment. They were, I think they were trying to force him. They were trying to force some kind of treatment on him. I don't know exactly what because I thought they wanted to do a surgery. Um, and if you look at his old tweets, like it all seemed to start when he noticed some weird activity on like his machine, and he traced it to like the NSA and stuff, like certain federal agencies, and. Um, then he started talking about, you know, seemed like he noticed he was targeted. So he seems to really text Abby, and now he's in that hospital. Um, so I, don't know, I was worried about him, but and I mean, I still um, Tyler's still in in that nursing home, so you know, it's like I haven't even gotten help to get one person out, you know. So what can I do for these guys? But I don't think there's anything really I can do. But um, we'll just keep trying to contact them. I mean, I have that same yeah, feeling. Well, I'm like, yeah. You mean with the other guy or with James? Because I tried to contact Michael and he doesn't answer me. So I don't think there's anything I can do. I was just going to try to direct him some, to someone that could. But he had said on his Twitter that he had a he was contacting a lawyer. So maybe he'll figure it out. You know. Um, mm-hmm. And he's in New York, where um, uh, Solange is in New York as well, the one that um, Connie came on Ella's call last week and was talking about. Has she so gotten out Ella? yet? Has she gotten out of the... Um... <sighs> no, they're trying to make her... I don't know what I should say, but... Um, I don't know. I, I, never, I, I never know what to say, because I haven't talked to her directly, but they're trying to... Are they giving her a time limit? Are they are they telling her she's going to get out like in a couple of weeks or something? Well, they told her if she did a certain thing, she was going to get out, right? And she got her mm-hmm. family involved to like, you know, back her up. And she did that. And they flew down there. And now they're putting other conditions. So it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, it's like, if, uh-huh. you know, they were, it's basically if her family is going to, um, 
No, this is from Connie, so I, I'm not trying to be weird. And well, when my family, like, I, I got put into um, the short-term behavioral center for, like, two weeks, and then when my family got involved, they actually extended my stay there because my mom was, uh, you know, saying, well, he's got to do this and he's got to do that if he gets out. So my parents actually prolonged my stay. So it can oh. it can turn off that way sometimes. Yeah. They're shooting me in the hips, so I don't. There's something I said they don't like me saying, but basically, she did what they told her to do, what they wanted her to do, and then now they're putting more conditions. So I think last I heard, she's still there, but I can't. I haven't been able to reach her because you have to leave her a message, and then she has to call back. So I leave her a message, and then I'm sleeping when she calls back. I talk to her mom though. Um, so, but and then her mom, I can't even reach her mom anymore. So I don't know. But Connie, Connie heard from her. So I think she's okay because I was worried because all of a sudden we couldn't reach her and it, you know, it turns out she's still in there. So that's kind of sad. But I hope she gets out and maybe she can get out and then sort it all out, you know. Yeah, um, the 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 only bad thing is they're probably going to make her take some kind of, um, you know, um, something like Geodon or Seroquel. Mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. the only bad thing about being in there. But once she gets out, she'll probably just have to take it while she's there. And then when she gets out, she can just, you know, stop taking it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I had seen on her on her Facebook that, you know, she was really adamant about, um, well, because someone stole her mom's identity and has taken her benefits. So she was making complaints and stuff, and she was posting these. It's like she, you know, she, in some way, most, a lot of us who have been in the TI community for a while now, we, we censor ourselves. And so she hasn't really been doing that. She just kind of complains, and I can understand that's what seems, you know, that's what seems like the right thing to do. I mean, it is the right thing to do, but it, it, um, we don't get rewarded for doing the right thing and speaking up for ourselves. So, I don't, I don't know if she understands how, um, you know, there's, there's certain keywords, certain things you say or do, and then, and then stuff happens or tends to happen, sadly, you know. So anyway, but they fixed her mom's door. I said that the other day. They, or you know, their door that hurt. Um, you know, because her mom was still there in the apartment. So, um, anyway, yeah. That's good. She'll probably get out soon. I mean, I doubt they're just going to keep her in there. Well, I hope so. And yeah. I guess I guess that Eric Jones got involved, and so, like, they had a phone blip. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, that's got to help, you know, I, I think. I hope. Um, Tyler's case, I don't know, that was a hard one. I feel really bad about that one. Yeah. He's just, like, there. And, like, Kevin Christian, too. Kevin is still in jail. And um, Connie says that, no, he shouldn't be sitting there for months without bond, that he's entitled to a speedy trial. So, actually, I keep forgetting because I had stuff to do, but... They didn't give him a bond? They just put him in there without bond? bond? Yeah, he's just, like, rotting there. There's no bond, and there's no court date. What did and, they accuse him of doing? Um, probation violation. Oh. Okay. Um, the lady knew as soon as I told him told her who she who he was. She's like, "Oh yeah, the probation violation." And I was like, "I don't know," but then she was saying she couldn't take a message that it's a huge prison, but 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 she was nice, you know. But I, but it, it's interesting that she seemed to know exactly who he was. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know, but the probation violation goes back to it was some controlled substance thing, 
which I'm thinking was probably, I don't know, but that my source says that he said, it sound, this is the answer I got, was that it was that he thought it was a setup, the original offense. And then now he got mm-hmm. a probation violation, but it's one day after he, you know, talked to the detective um, about his stalking case and all the stuff did that, he, that they're doing. Did, uh, like, did they maybe drug test him and he didn't pass or something like that? Oh, I don't know, because I've been, because he invited, he told the detective they could look through all his computers and his phones, everything, and his house. Mm-hmm. Then, you know what, though? Oh, good Lord. His his grandma, he lives with his grandma in his grandma's house. The address that's listed on the jail record, that that house at that address is on Zillow.com. And I believe that means they're trying to take his grandma's house and it's up for sale. Because I, because I have a relative that called me one day and told me that a relative of ours that her house is on Zillow, because I had them, yeah, and that she was trying to figure out if she was still alive. We're thinking she might have died, because her house is up for sale, and hmm. you know, so she's in another state. But so Kevin's grandma's house appears to be on Zillow. So, I mean, I guess I, have, I haven't checked more into the whole thing, but anyways. Um, I hope I hope Solange gets out and you know all these other people. Yeah, that's a tough but, one. Somebody in jail. I mean, because we can call them, but that's not really going to help. You know. Well, like I want to talk to him. Jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did he say? Yeah, it, right. Has anybody talked think... to him while he's in there? But see, I think Eric, I feel like Eric would know what to do, but mm. um, we're not really working with Eric anymore. So, I mean, there's other people. I mean, I could mm-hmm. bother him. I, I could ask him. Um, and actually, he had his number up online. So I could just give, I was just going to give some of these people his, you know, number um, and see what happens. And then they can call him um, directly. But, um, right, so I don't know what the whole, what you do. But I remember he had, he does help people get out of jail. He had, um, He's had cases before, and they call certain people involved. But I don't know, you know, all the, everything exactly how the right way is to do it. Um, yeah. Or, or they ask the charges be dropped, or I don't know, um, the whole thing. But anyway. You know how long he's supposed to be in there? I, I have no idea. It says, no, I don't know. Um, I don't even think last time... Hold on, where is it? I had it up here. I don't even think last time he was there very long. He's been there over two months. He's been there, I think, like two and a, two and a half months. Um, and I don't see, and there's no court date, and there's no bond. So, um, here it is. Um. Has anybody talked to him and seen if his targeting's worse in there? Oh yeah, so that's oh. what I'm trying to call him, right? But um, he uh, the same problem is I'm not on the phone list, so yeah, so I wanted to leave a message, right? And then the lady on the phone said they don't do that, but then Connie said no. She said that I have he can to put you. Just... Can't he put you on the phone list? 
Like, yeah, I mean, you can uh, put me on, but somebody, somebody who's already in contact with him has to tell him to put me on the phone list. He'll, mm-hmm. he'll know who I am when I say, I don't, I, didn't, I don't know him that well. I don't never talk to him privately. Well, I message him on YouTube. So he's going to know who I am because I've, I've been talking to him and be supportive of his videos. Um, but he has to get me on the list. So... Wait, Kevin Christian is the guy who talks about remote neural monitoring, and he sa- he says it's like his girlfriend and some people on the on the street that are sending him B2K. Is that is that who you're talking about? He has YouTube videos. Um, excuse me, by the way, I don't know if this is for a controlled substance. That may be totally unrelated. So I'm assuming what it says here is probation violation when mm-hmm. probation terms are altered for fingerprintable charge felony. I don't actually know what that is. But, um, yeah, he's the one that said he thought, like, his ex was involved in it. He's the one that starts every video with, yeah, man, he's in Atlanta. Yeah, and he, um, yeah. Yeah, and he says that they that they have the EMF headset. Hey, I think you know who I – yeah, because I told you before, I think you know who I was talking about. And he says that it's um they're broadcasting EMF broadcasting to him. So I think he told the cops this about the EMF broadcasting. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know why they would have sent him to jail, though, because if he told well, them that, like, if he, it seems like they would have sent him to a short-term behavioral center. Right, like, yeah. immediately. So I don't think that's what happened, because he had been talking to them, and then he he went home, and he made a triumphant video. He was like, you guys can do anything, even if you're being gang stalked, and he's like, they're mad at me, because, you know, he started dancing. He goes to the club, and he does this dance stuff. So he's just, you know, trying to live his life and be happy, and um, so he had talked to the detectives. He told us how that went on the videos. And then the very next day, he's in jail. <laughs> so, wow. oh, oh, so I have That's a source. Weird. Yeah. Right. I have a source who's in a neighboring state. And um, they told me that he's in jail. That's how I found out. I had no idea. And I was poking around online, and I see this person's in one of his contact group or whatever, and I message her. But now... Her family is trying to take her down. So I think she's targeted. Like, it's so bad, I can't even reach her now. She won't even answer. I don't hear anything, and she didn't even want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, this shit's like, beyond belief. I mean, so many people are, like, drowning it's, from them being will, attacked. It's hard to, like, know how to save so everybody. To get to one person. What'd you say? Oh, that we're all drowning? No, it's just, I mean, a lot of people are drowning from being targeted. I mean, it's so vicious. Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like an, it's an epidemic now, and it's just, um, it's, it's just amazing, though, that, like, yeah, it's, they it's won't fucked let, up because, won't like, let you leave a message. People like that, they need, like, you know, psychiatric help and medical help because this is happening to them, but instead, it's, like, other people who are being murdered, too, are trying to help them. I mean, I'll never forgive our country for this. And like Ludo was talking about July 4th, celebrating July 4th earlier, I forgot it was July 4th. It must have been some some subconscious thing because, like, I'm not free. And this is, I mean, it's so ridiculous that people are being murdered and the only people to help them are other people who are being murdered, too. I will never forgive our country for this. Horrible, yeah, it's horrible. It's like, but by the way, I, I don't feel he needs psychiatric help, though. I think we all do. I'm only going for the food. What? Hmm? I said I'm only going for the food. Going for the feed? 
for the you're food, con- you know, tomorrow I'm only going to the party for the food. Oh yeah. Oh, you're yeah. you're muffled. Is that what I? <laughs> yeah, she yeah, said she's going I- for the food. Oh. <laughs> oh, you mean yeah, that's true. I'm a veteran, sir. I feel the same way, and I'm a veteran, man. Fuck Fourth of July, but I'm going for the food. Yeah, I'm going to do something. I mean, our country used to be good. The Founding Fathers had a great idea, but man, it's just becoming a banana republic with, like, warlords. Like, the corporations and... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you trying to say when you say that TIs need psychiatric help as far as support for the trauma they've been through? Yeah, like, po- post-traumatic... Uh, uh, well, like... Uh, what, what's How do you say it? It's ongoing post-traumatic syndrome? Post... Yeah. 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 Oh man, my brain's getting so microwave. Oh yeah, um, it is like but, warlords. It is terrible. Yeah, but we. No, I didn't mean that we need like psychiatric help because we're crazy. Um yeah. But because yeah. of what's really being done to us, what's really being done to our minds, you know, with streams of we, energy. Yeah. I look at it as healing though, because I think the whole psychiatric industry is, you know, is so complicit and it's so harmful that. But I yeah, understand but what you're saying. But I mean, people need somebody view, to talk to. Need, I would say we all need healing. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't yeah. think it has to be one of them. But it, I mean, it could be if they're not going to gaslight the the victims. <laughs> yeah, which um, you can't be sure of nowadays. Can I ask you something, guys? Do they ever make you where you where you feel like you have to yawn but you can't, like yeah, for, for a long time? Yeah, like you yeah. have to yawn, but you can't. Like you don't actually yawn. You just like you feel that, like feel that sensation, like right before you're about to yawn. Oh, you know, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. No, usually they'll they'll make me yawn. They probably did it when I was talking to you. They'll make me yawn when I'm talking to other new TIs to try to make they'll them think I'm hanging I'm, on for a yawn for like hours. Like oh. like you're. It's almost like when you can't fart and you need to fart, but it's a yawn <laughs> instead. And it's really bad. Like, it's... it's, a, it's or like the almost like pain. Well, it's not pain. It's like, just a, it messes with your breathing. It feels like you got to yawn and you can't. Like, you just don't yawn. You just... Like, you know that feeling right, about, right before you're about to yawn. But you don't actually wow. ever really... No, I don't get that. I have to be on. It won't happen, you know. Um, scientists can't even explain why we yawn, so that's why it's interesting to me. Because <clears throat> they do that to me a lot, especially because I'm an insomniac. So when I start yawning, is when I, I'm like, oh, okay, well maybe I'll be able to sleep soon, right? But then they, lately mm-hmm. they've been torturing me with the almost a yawn, not quite. <clears throat> and then if I can't oh. yawn, because, you know, you, you you start yawning when you're sleepy. And the yawning yeah. puts you, like, starts to put you in that mode of of a different um, frequency, brain frequency. And, you uh, know, I saw, I saw in a talk show once. There was a, like, did you see there was, like, a kid or somebody who had, like, chronic hiccups, like, they wouldn't stop? Something like yeah. that. And it occurred, yeah. Yeah, and it occurred to me today. Yeah, hiccups and yawning are two things 
that scientists don't even know why the human body does. Oh, but I realize but that, that hurt me every time I get hiccups. It hurts. They might have. They might have. Uh, they might have attacked. That person could have been attacked with a weapon to make that happen. Like that would explain yeah. something that's such a yeah, big thing. Yeah, thinking of it from a TI point of view, yeah, easily. Yeah, right. my attacks have made me hiccup, but never the yawning thing. But I think hiccuping is like air trapped in your esophagus, um, or your diaphragm, maybe. Like air gets trapped in your diaphragm, and then you're trying to hiccup it out. So I've gotten hiccups maybe, from my like attacks. Maybe you're eating too fast, you mean? Maybe. Yeah, or, or drinking a lot of beer or something like that. Yeah. Oh, you know, when he was in, by the way, not to interrupt, but the last time that he was in jail last year, they only kept him two months. Well, two and a half months. Maybe they're slow there. Is that possible? And then now he's been there since April 10th. Anyway, go ahead. I don't know. I'd need to know what he got put in there for. You know, parole violation. I wonder parole. if I can call on the 4th of July. They can keep They'll him up here. for six months for a parole violation. They really? can keep them up to six months? Yeah, when you go for a parole violation, yeah, they keep you six months mandatory. Oh, well, it's probation violation. Oh, probation? I don't know. Maybe yeah, probation violation. And it says when probation terms are altered. I don't know what that's about. For fingerprintable charge. I have to figure out what is a fingerprintable charge. I don't know what you know. I don't. I don't have the whole story, but I gotta. I want to try to talk to him. Um, I don't know. Would you get fingerprinted for uh for a drug violation? He just seems like, and I'm not judging him at all. Like he's a targeted individual, but I'm just saying he kind of seems like he maybe smokes uh cannabis. So that's what yeah. my mind is going to. And I do. I mean, I have before, so I'm not judging him or anything. But that's. That's what's coming to mind. That's what I'm thinking. It, oh, it may be. I see. Yeah, I see here. It's a thing. Probation violation for fingerprintable charge. This is a Q&A from Georgia, and it says, therefore, he could have violated some condition. Because, oh. I mean, I don't think it would have anything to do with, well, I mean, it could have something to do with the targeting, them, like, putting him in there for, you know, smoking cannabis. Like, if, if he was doing it and nobody was supposed to know about it, but, you know, they did through his targeting and then gave him a drug test or something, like kind of set him up. I think that that somebody's really afraid of what he might leak because he knows stuff about the gang. He has insider knowledge, he says, and I believe him. He says he has insider knowledge of how this remote neural monitoring works, the NSA system. But you know, like, I, with my V2K, like, it's, they've done, um, you know, they've modified the voices to sound like people living next to me. Like, it, at first it was the neighbors that lived upstairs. Then at my house it was the husband and wife that lived next door. But then I found out that they were using just tons of uh, voice modification. So... Oh, like maybe it wasn't Emily and Guy right. Smiley and all these people he talked about? But I'm um, not, I mean, I'm not 100% sure I'm just going off no, of what I've experienced. Because yeah. mm-hmm. there's, I mean, the voice modification, it sounds exactly like the people. Yeah. So, I mean, it could, People it, have told yeah. him that before. Mm-hmm. People have said that before, so, but it's just that 
he says he knows what, regardless of who the voices are. And but that's a that's an interesting point too. Because but because what if all this and it turns out that it's not all quite like he thought it was because they sigh up us. But yeah, he said that they wanted him for to years the and years. Yeah, I mean, but, but that's you, anything but with the B two K. It's not to be believed. Like none no, no, of it. No, 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 hold on. This isn't V2K. This is, he knows oh, it was live. Person. Oh. It was live. He saw the equipment, I believe. It sounds like he saw the equipment. He was in person. That's why I think they're, they're through him. And somebody made sure that he went back to jail because they don't want him leaking this information. And I'm worried. I hope, I hope he's the same. I hope he's okay and he comes out and he's the same. But no, this was in person. He knew these people in person. And he doesn't even say everything that he knows. And he says that, you know, he was around these people and he knew about it. And they wanted him to join their gang. And he wouldn't. And that's why they're going after him. And um, and because they're torturing him, that's why he's going to leak it. So he wa- he keeps saying, you know, give, he wants his uh, uh, readout. He calls it, you know, do you remember that? How he calls it the readout? He says there's a readout. It's like a, it's like, sounds like a control panel. And they can do all this stuff and control you with this control panel. And yeah, I mean that's that's what I because I have V2K and they'll and a lot of times they'll say don't touch that, don't touch that. So what I'm picturing oh. is they have monitors. They're at a station, like a remote station. I don't know if they're in a house or I don't know if they're in a building like an NSA building or a contractor building or something like that. But it's like they have a lot. They have a monitor that has your computer screen on it. Then they have like maybe what what's going on with your inner thoughts. Then they have what's going on in your visual cortex. Then what you're seeing. So they have like a whole setup uh, of monitors. And then they have software, you know, that they're they're directing frequencies through either cell towers or also Gwen towers, um, or all of the above, you know. So I mean that I mean that's how my V2K acts, you know, like they're sitting at monitors, and then they'll right. they'll actually yeah like and they'll have a person on each shift that actually either has a helmet or some kind of chip within them where they can you know do their uh, it's like a brain to computer to brain interface, you know. So one of them, like, I'll I'll sometimes start feeling like crap. I'll start feeling mean, and it's not me. It's actually the dude in the hive mind team, and he is he's sending his brain waves, like visuals, how he feels, uh, things like that, through a brain to computer to brain interface. Like they started doing that to me about two years ago, and I've been, uh, you know, targeted that where I knew I was being targeted for eight years. So it took a long, a lot of trauma and stuff like that, and then they, and then I started feeling weird. Like when I'd go to sleep, I'd start feeling like, mm, I feel really mean. I feel, oh god, you know, I, I feel all these weird feelings. Oh, a visual that doesn't look how I think is is entering my mind. Um, and they slowly introduce this thing. Um, yeah, but I, I, I think what he thinks too. I just wish that we knew if they were, you know, if they were housed like these remote stations, remote platforms were housed in third-party contractors, or if the people who work for these contractors are putting them in their homes, you know. I think it can be both. Or both. I think, yeah. I don't think anything's just one way necessarily, you know. I, I don't know, but it sounds like with him that they're in someone's house. He said they're in someone's house, and he's naming all these people. 
And see, he was exposing pedophiles. He said that they had this pedophile ring. This is serious. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I think somebody doesn't want him out, but who knows? You know, maybe they're, hopefully they're just, you know, they've thrown a wrench in things and hopefully he'll get out. But I'll, I'll keep trying to reach him. Um, yeah, hopefully I'm it was just like. Because my source, she's, she's gone. She, she was not, she's not talking to me anymore. Huh? Is she still talking to him, though? I don't know. Here's the thing. She never even talked to him. We have oh. no idea what's going on, with, if he's okay, what they're doing, what's happening with him. All I know is this lady, when I called, she confirmed that he is in there and he was not transferred. He's in Decatur. So I don't know if anybody else, you know, has ideas. Maybe I can call one of these legal people or call Eric and see what they have to say because I'm I'm not... It's going to take me a long, you know, I don't know how all this stuff works. And I don't want to make things worse on them, see, like happened to Tyler. But I don't, I think they, I don't know about Tyler's case. I think Tyler's just got some really powerful people involved and it's just a difficult situation. But, um, yeah, yeah I don't want to blame, because he's, he's, he's trying to get it. So, yeah, no, she doesn't even talk to him. She said she put money on the phone account, or I don't know what phone account. So Kevin also doesn't have money on his phone account, I was told. The lady calling. So, in the jail. So he needs, yeah, so he also needs money put on his account to talk. Um, but I don't know if you heard me say, but I, we, he can have, he can do, well, I don't know if he can, but they have, as long as there's no restriction, there's a video visitation available. So if I get my Skype working and everything, you know, I could possibly, I would think, it's like $5. You pay $5 and you can video visit them. But I got to get them on the phone first, which means I have to get on the list, which means I have to leave them a message. And then, I don't know. Yeah, and he has to request that you be put on the list. Or something, yeah. I mean, maybe he's got, I don't know. I mean, this could be really, this could just be really bad. I don't, I don't not. I am not confident it's a good situation because his grandma's house is on Zillow. And I guess he lives, like, right by these people, too. So, um, But, the, you know, one of the girls that he talked about that he named, she, I don't know if I should say, she's the daughter of a very um, a prestigious person in town who died. So these are these people have connections, some of them. But see, yeah, they're shooting me in the hip. They're mad about it. I didn't say the name. He said the name. But anyways, um, anyway, there's all kinds of shady stuff over there. You know, Atlanta's where all these people were getting committed to that Piedmont Hospital anyways. Um, you know, Paul Hill's mom. You know, we have stuff happening all over. But I think, you know, because they, they have the CDC down there. I mean, who knows what weird stuff they get up to with the, with the locals. You know, because when all this, I don't know, the, C, the CDC doctor ended up dead that was exposing the vaccines. Um, and I thought there was somebody else in there recently that maybe he came up dead. You know, they're just killing all the holistic doctor, all these doctors, the whistleblower or holistic doctors. So anyways, but well, I'm glad you're concerned about Kevin Lee. I don't know what to do because I, you know, yeah, I mean, I care. I've, I've watched him. As, he on. seems like a nice guy, but it's just, yeah. you know, what I, my I mean, my feelings on it is I'm just like, I'm barely able to, you know, take care of myself. And so yeah, I just try and do what yeah. I can, make videos and, and moderate. And then, 
I, I, we do. We need to check in on, on these guys, but I don't know what to do to get somebody out of jail. If somebody has the idea, you know, I yeah, say you they see, like, go for Yeah. See, Eric, Eric knows what to do. You know, he just, mm-hmm. um, maybe NLA knows what to do. Oh, and I missed the call yesterday. Darn. I don't know what I was doing yesterday. I keep I keep meaning to get on the call and then I forget. Um, and then, you know, by the way, speaking of all these calls and people, I can't, I tried in the past week to get on Terry's call and John's call and there's nothing there. Yeah, Terry's not doing a call anymore. Oh, that's what happened. Okay. Yeah, I think he stopped like, uh, like two months back or maybe three months oh, back. Yeah. I think John John's going to do a call this Friday, so you can get on there well, this he, Friday. He, okay, because I hope he doesn't, because I, sometimes I'll, I try to get there. I'm usually there between 15 and like 25 minutes in, and there's nothing there. So um, I find, I put all, I even set an alarm. So every every Friday now my alarm's going off, and there's no, no John. <laughs> so I don't yeah. know. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I know we're we're all in this terrible position but um I don't know. We just gotta keep yeah. keep asking around. Like you said that, that Eric would know what to do. Just try and contact him, you know. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of people I guess to call for help. So and then then he we never finished the thing with um Tyler, so I don't know. But I'll I'll see if he um but he helps he helps so long so but I think it's better to just give people's number. But I guess I could ask him or someone else. I don't know. There's various people floating around that do this common law stuff. So, um, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of rambling. I should probably go. I've, I've been staying up late lately. It's terrible. <laughs> and so, um, and then there, I caught him today, yesterday. I caught him, like, trying to give me anxiety. Like, I actually caught them in the act. Like, I mean, I kind of was figuring it out, but they will have something happen, and they'll try to cause anxiety at the same time. I think that's what they're trying to do. But I had vibration in my belly or, like, in my solar plexus right after I had trouble um, getting online when my when they were messing up my Internet. Um, so it was like, wow, you know, right after that they were. But, they, but then, again, they do that... Um, with different things, but I think that can make a person feel anxious for no apparent reason. So it's oh, real yeah. subtle. My They've been trying to be very sneaky lately. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like they they do a little vibration here, a little vibration there. They're they're trying to they're they're like fine tuning all this stuff. It's just creepy. <laughs> like this is the reason I don't you know I don't really want to stay here, but I don't know. Yeah, but where could you go where it wouldn't keep going, you know? Well, that's the thing. They do it everywhere, everywhere I go. So um, when I was with family, they did it there too. So they brutally attacked me there. But they brutally attacked me here too. You know, they brutally attacked me on my own and with other people. But um, I don't know. There's benefits to either way. I have to just, I have to do a lot of thinking because my lease is up soon. And I don't really know what to do. But I I don't like living alone. It kind of like there are benefits to it, but it almost like neutral. It almost gets rid of the benefits when you have when you're alone. <laughs> I can yeah, live in a palace so. 
And if I was alone in that palace, I'd be pretty unhappy. So I don't like it. So, so, yeah, isolation but, sucks, man. It's like the worst. Yeah. Thing about yeah, that. I mean, it's nice having space because when I was with family, it was like, goodness, you know. But but I liked it, actually. I got used to it. It was like a, it was an adjustment, and I learned that I'm able to live with a lot of people. I can do it. And it's actually, you know, I think the benefits, as long as it's not too too bad, I think the benefits can, I don't know. They both have their pros and cons, but I don't like living alone. And so now I'm having trouble sleeping, and I think all the stress of it too now, and because like, cause I worry about people now as well. So if I'm not worried about me, I'm worried about someone else, and um, I don't know. And then I started trying to keep up with the news, and that's like, like never ends. <laughs> oh yeah, man. it's constant news. I go on Twitter. I'm, I'm looking. I'm reading all the. I don't even read the articles I have the time. Sometimes I do, but I generally skim them. It's just a lot of information. But if I had kept up with the news years ago, I might have figured out about the targeting, you know. I feel like I might have been more prepared. But I was overwhelmed. I had information overload, and I stopped reading the news. I mean, I, you know, I would catch this, you know, little bits here and there for the major stuff. But, um, yeah. So, it's a good um, idea to take breaks. I mean... You know, everybody's having a lot of trouble, and there's a lot of people that need help. But sometimes, if if they do give you a day where it's not so bad, you know, you got to just kind of relax and and enjoy yeah. it a little bit. You got to find a way to. Yeah, I mean, I think tough, I decided though. I'm going to focus on. Yeah, I'm going to focus on Tyler and um, Kevin, I guess, because I kind of know them, and these other people don't know me, so they're not going to answer me anyways. <laughs> so, you mm. know, so I think it's I'll just focus on them because I know them and. Um, I can, I, I don't really know Kevin, but I kind of know who he is and stuff. So, um, but, but I could tell you later, but I forgot, but there was stuff, um, I, I don't know if I, I don't think I really said anything, but there was this other attack I might've mentioned to you with the directed energy weapons that had been in the news and it was years ago in Honduras. Do you remember, did I ever tell you that? Mm-mm. Well, I was researching it more because I was telling somebody about it. Um, oh yeah, I know I was on. Neil's call the other day. I was telling um I was telling uh Jean Legal. But um so I read into it more and that's a quite an interesting case and nobody's really talking about it and that's it's like I don't know, I feel like people are kind of playing somewhat dumb with this whole Cuba thing. You know, I don't know. But how can how can everybody act like it's such a mystery? I think yeah, I really think that's they're just sensationalizing it. Oh, it's a big mystery, the mystery. Well, Really? Because in 2009, in Honduras, um, there was a coup. Um, President Zelaya um, was forced to write a resignation letter, and the Micheletti dictator, he took over. And so Zelaya fled in June of 2009, came back in September, and was holed up with a bunch of journalists and other people and his wife in the Brazilian embassy in the town of Tegucigalpa in Honduras. And he they were attacked with um LRAD. They had these big giant like LRAD dishes and then there were these um apparently now if I mention okay, because I also read by the way that if you criticize Israel now you can get up to a thousand dollar fine and twenty years in prison. Really? Or something? Yeah. 
Catherine Horton had it on her Twitter. And, like, I'm not criticizing Israel. I'm just, like, if I state that, that, um, you know, they're number two, they're number two in the, uh, non-lethal weapon. They call it in the, in the business report or whatever, they, they call it non-lethal weapons technologies. Israel's number two. We're number one and they're number two. Can you believe that? Out of all the countries. Yeah. And I, and I'm. And I sure as heck I'm not going to um, talk bad about Jewish people, especially because um, I wouldn't anyway, but especially because... It's not Jewish know, people, but they're I, I Zionist. Come Jewish, I come from Jewish people, yeah. And Talmudists and Kabbalists that are evil. Well, They're evil. Kabbalists, well, Talmudists, Zionists, evil. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not, if we... Period. You know, okay, but basically this guy was a weapons dealer, um... He was a foreign weapons dealer in Honduras, and he used to be an ex- a CIA worker, right? And he was connected to a weapon, an arms smuggling ring that was connected to the Iran-Contra scandal. So, and apparently, like, Cuba was connected to that whole stuff, right? So we have Iran-Contra Cuba, and there's Manuel Marquez is a guy in Miami who says he's being attacked by Cubans. So I wonder how that all fits in there. But Cuban, um, so Cuban-Americans apparently were, not Cubans, but Cuban-Americans were involved in their Iran-Contra. But this guy was... Is there an article was, about the Honduras incident? You Is know there what? like an I will article? Copy, give me your email. I will copy you on it because I sent it to James and I don't even think he's read it. But it's just mm-hmm. sitting there. And I'm just saying, I don't have, you know, I don't have a website. And I don't have to tell the whole world this. But the thing is, is, and they're shooting me in the hip, so, you know, whatever, because they shoot me every day, and I'm tired of it. Do you, do you have, like, a leather jacket, Feather? Put a leather jacket me? over your, uh, yeah, put a leather jacket oh. over your, um, okay. your midsection, because that's what I, oh. they'll hit me in the hips really bad when I'm sleeping, uh, and I put, like, this big, thick leather jacket over it, and it kind of, it dulls it down. I don't know if it'll, it, it'll get okay. rid of it 100%, but it could help. I don't have one here. Excuse me. So, um, but uh, I get some leather idea. pants. I, I keep, get leather pants yeah, and a leather today. jacket. Mhm. Okay. There's other um, stuff too. I mean, you can get that reflective stuff. Well, you have that reflective have stuff. Shielding. It's just, it's just like takes so long to get everything ready before I to go to bed. I think. Yeah, honestly, I'm getting like, so tired of that. I'm getting so tired right, like, of all the shielding and crap. Why, yeah, that's why I go to bed so late. Is because I sit here, and it's way more pleasurable to sit here and read, right, or talk on a call than to get sit here and put all my – and I know we have to do it, so I don't know, but it's just a pain, you know? And so I, Yeah, I, I've been I slacking a lot. Like my my uh, Faraday bunker, like the front was like kind of ripped off because I have to keep getting in and out of it, and I'm I'm supposed to like replace it so when I go to sleep it can be all blocked off, and I just keep putting it off. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to do that. It's so much yeah. work, and then, yeah, and I put off my sleeping time because I'm dreading having to get all the shielding together, and then what happens is then I stay up too late, and um, or I fall asleep without getting the shielding done, and then I'm getting attacked more. I wake it's, up and everything's it's, hurting. It's called secondary and tertiary torture. We have primary torture by the directed energy weapons, but then we're secondarily and tertiary, uh, tertiarily tortured by having to put all this stuff and, you know, use all yeah. these defenses and things like uh-huh. that. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. So, but um, but so the thing by the, about this Honduras thing is they had to get medical attention from the Red Cross and from United Nations doctors. Do you have you and have my email to send that to me to send me stuff because I want to do a video about that. Okay, this is huge. Yeah, maybe you could do this because I'm not going to get it done. I um, want it. You know I, what? I really I wanted to tell you. I wanted to do a video uh, about the whole fire incident with targeted justice, but I called Midge and I was like, um, and I was like, well, can, I, I wanted to do a video about it, but she told me I had to wait because uh, they're still, you know, contacting the police and the media and everything oh, like that. Oh, dealing with the aftermath. Well, you know, um, yeah. David Voigt has a GoFundMe type of thing. I don't know which website it is for they want to publish even more retractions or something. So if you have to explain they want to do like, I saw it on Twitter. They want to do a big a bigger retraction because I guess the damage is not all cleaned up yet. Like it's not all reversed from that one little retraction the police did. Like somehow they... I guess they want it, they want to spread the retraction around or something, and they want to reach people and you know educate them and stuff. So they're asking for like a thousand dollars to get this done. Yeah, that's smart. But, um, that's smart to like turn it around to use this to their uh, advantage yeah. and you know put out information coming the other way. Since people are looking at that organization, they they you know put out a retraction to show they're completely innocent, and then people start looking into the information. I think this backfired on uh, the people who false flagged it. I think it backfired really bad, which is great. Yeah, it, was, yeah, it, was, it was interesting how they, I don't know, it was just interesting. But, um, yeah, so this Honduras thing, um, basically, oh, here. Okay, here's James. I, he, he, re, he replied to me. But this is about something else. I don't know what he's replying to, but, okay. So what I sent, what I have here, hold on a minute. I'll just let me see if there's something else. Oh no, wait, 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 wait. Um, wait here. Okay, oh, it's this one here. Okay, so that that was huge. Yeah. So they had to have medical treatment. There was a, there was videos and pictures. There's a video online. I have the links here. They were like laid out on the ground. I think they were they were sick. There was there was people laid out on the ground outside the embassy, and they had a. It sounds like an IMSI catcher on the wall of the embassy. <laughs> Like, they were totally, so they've been practicing this stuff that they're doing to us. They've been practicing this on other countries for years. Well, at least oh, yeah, well, you know, Inca talks about the Moscow incident where they were microwaving the, the United States embassy in Moscow like it was 1950-something to 1970-something. And that's oh, yeah, documented. Yeah. That's documented. And a lot of the people who worked at the, the embassy, you know, talk about getting cancer from it. Um and everything like that. So that was way back yeah, in like the early 1950s. Okay, yeah, I remember. I think I remember similar. They're calling it a sonic cannon, sonic cannon. But these other soldiers who I think that's to video, throw people off. You know, the sonic cannon. Mm-hmm. Well, they're calling it a sonic I mean, cannon. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Here. Well, in the video, in the main video, did I have that link in here? In the main video, the guys, the guy who made the video was whoever made the video was talking about how they were like, that's why they were trying to say it's foreign troops that were there helping to take down Zelaya. Okay, so they had the Honduran troops and they had brown skin. He's like, look at the color of their skin. 
and look at the color of these guys. There were guys that were crouched down behind a car, and they had these other weapons. They didn't look like the other, like the big dish. They looked like small speakers, like a, like a 10 by 8 inch or 12, I don't know how big, you know, 10 by 6 or 8 inch speaker looking things. What is that? Maybe they were broadcasting, I don't know, orders, commands or something. But they had these things, and they were crouched down behind a car, and they had masks over their faces. Like they were trying to hide who they were. But they were white. They were very white-skinned. And so they, I think they were somebody from somewhere else. And, you know, like I said, we're, I don't know what we're allowed to say anymore about certain people. But um, what do you call it? So, yeah, here, provided by this country to a local firm owned by a former from that country, military officer who works with the CIA. And, um, yeah, so anyways, I think that's the gist of it. Oh, and they chemical, they chemical attacked them too. Um, and, they, oh, yeah, and then they lied and tried to say it was from a routine cleaning operation using regular to cleaning chemicals and loud machinery um, in a completely militarized zone blocked off to traffic. Uh Mm, the Cuban thing. Wait a minute. Neutral. Okay, yeah, that's all. Okay, anyway. So, I mean, you're just seeing evidence that the Honduras thing was, like, directed energy weapon attacks, but no, there was no, like, mainstream articles that came out about it? But you're just seeing right, some evidence? Right. Well, there okay. might have been a few. Let me see. There might have been a couple, but actually, no. Yeah, it, I don't think it was in the mainstream. These were all, like, little blogs that were reporting it, yeah. I think I think the mainstream skipped over it, and I think they thought it was never going to come out. And like I'm, you know, I'm sure people in Honduras remember. I would love to talk to some of them. Well, I heard about of... something else in Singapore recently, after the China attacks. Like, and I'm trying to look it up, but I heard from somebody else that there was an incident in Singapore. So it seems like these incidents at embassies are just like popping up. They're just right. happening left the embassy, and right. Yeah. It seems like the embassies are a hot spot. And then somebody we know, I think, told us, told me that that's why there's a certain embassy that's covered in gold because gold blocks, like, some of this stuff out, some or all of it. I yeah, don't know. makes yeah. sense. It's just covered in gold. So you said there's... Isn't gold... I think there's a, gold is non-conductive. No, it's the most conductive metal. That does make sense because... You know how people say, like, you know, aluminum doesn't work, it just turns you into a giant antenna? Well, the thing is, like, gold is very conductive, but if it was on a roof, then if somebody was shooting, like, ELF or electromagnetic uh, frequencies, it would conduct through that gold, and then it wouldn't hit the people inside. So Wait, actually, what I read? yeah, if you're not putting the conductive metal right on your body, uh, it can actually work to block more of it. And, and you know what? I've actually had the metal on my body, and it doesn't always—it doesn't seem to hurt me. It actually blocks, even when I have it on my body. I'm not saying people should do that, but um, what I yeah, unless your that, attackers switch around, like if they're hitting you at a certain frequency and you put aluminum on your body and they don't change that, then it will work and it will block it. But then they can switch that frequency up to become a little bit more electric and magnetic. Okay. Uh, because one time I bought this uh, this thing from Les Mass. It was like chainmail armor for my head and my shoulders, basically. And it worked for a little while with what they were hitting me with, but they switched something. And it actually, the, the frequencies they were shooting at me had more voltage in it. And so then it just started burning my skin. 
because it, the uh, the chain mail stuff was just absorbing it, you know. So certain oh, frequencies, oh. it completely blocks it, but then they can tweak it. They can tweak that frequency to be to be more electric than uh, than magnetic, you know, more electric than microwave. Oh. So they can yeah, so they can tweak these frequencies. No, to, no, that's um, good to know. Thank you. Um, what I read was that was that the metal. That well, how some people talk about how to make it worse, blah blah blah, or like you have mm-hmm. to ground it, which helps. But I read somewhere that that the metal or the aluminum possibly that it disperses it, disperses the the energy. So even mm-hmm. if it's not totally grounded, it can still help because it, it can spread it out or whatever. I don't know what it does. So um, these videos are in Spanish, most if not all of them. So um. If you want to call me sometime, like, you can figure it out from Google. Well, you can figure out the the description, but I can translate it, you know what I mean, for you if you are interested. If you want to know, just... Okay, yeah, I mean, if, if there's something in the articles where it talks about... But I mean, it says video, Sonic, the right? The, the videos are in Spanish. They don't have any subtitles on them? No subtitles? No. Mm-mm. I don't think they do. Well, um, I'll I'll, I'll 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 talk to you. Like I'll try and look up some stuff and see if I can find anything in English yeah. about it. I mean, you don't you don't you don't need it. You can see it's just that sometimes there's tidbits. So, but um, what else I found was hey, that. Hey, brother just, and Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I just hey man. Um, yeah, Tether. Thanks for that lead. I after actually oh, while yeah, I found we were talking the huh? other night. There is a a Wired article. Oh, yeah, yeah you, I see it's, that, Patrick. Yeah, it's... Oh, um, oh yeah, about the uh, Pittsburgh and Honduras. Yeah, Sonic Warfare erupts in... Yep. Pits- erupts in Pittsburgh, yeah. yeah. Pittsburgh, I yeah. never knew there was a Pittsburgh, Honduras. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, no, no, it's, it was the Pittsburgh G20. It was a separate thing. The, um, these weapons were used oh, in, the at G- the G20 protests in Pittsburgh in 2009 as well. Police in Pittsburgh are using sound blasters and other non-lethal weaponry to ward off protesters at the G20 summit. Yeah, so Patrick, I, I researched this when I got up. I was like up all night researching this because I was like, I got to find out more. I got to find out more. And then so I found out that in 2004, the LRAD was used by Marines in Iraq, and it was sent to the NYPD in case it was needed for the RNC. And then What's in 2005... A few times, like an Occupy and a crowds, so it's been used, yeah, on our soil. Yeah, I think they used LRAD in one of these protests in Minneapolis. I read about it. I don't I don't remember much about that. And then in 2005, it said it was sent to Katrina. In 2006, it was sent to U.S. Border Patrol agents. It was already being tested by LAPD, and then the thing in the Pittsburgh, and then the Honduras. So, um, I can, um, and I'll have to look like, at that Singapore thing. Yeah? Yeah, and I appreciate Kyle pointing that out. Um, that the Moscow, U.S. Moscow embassy was hit in 1953 with uh, microwave. But yeah, there's so many what, incidents. I mean, this is still there. a great lead, but its long-range acoustic devices are are acoustic devices. I'm not saying they're they're good, but they're distinctly different than the. It's not microwaves. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it 
Um, maybe, but if they were making a big deal out of the fact that there were sonic weapons used in Cuba, then they, people should be very interested in this as well. And also, these people had to get medical attention immediately. They had bloody noses and everything. It was really bad. But they were also... Most, um, most likely, it, it it wasn't sonic in Cuba. Oh, okay. But I mean, it, I mean, as I was saying the other night, yeah, that's how the media portrayed it. But okay, every expert in sonic and acoustic re- weapons that I read, I couldn't find a single person that agreed that the type of damage to the brain right. could be done by sonic and acoustic. And, so and yeah, I want to just mention uh-huh. something. Um, I never figured out. You were saying only three had changed yeah. the white matter tract, but what what I those three from what I could read that was at least what I read. And you may have something different, but um, those three it was saying that only three showed um, some anomalies in the white matter from the initial MRIs. So I mean I've I've read back and forth, and it's 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 unclear, I, from what I can tell. Yeah, um, I think a lot of stuff like that is unclear, and I I really want to find out because it, you know I thought it was all twenty four of them or however many it is now, but then I went and did that DTI, and I was like, wait, something can't be right here. And then I looked through the articles, and it said, uh, you know, three of them. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna research it more to find out if that was only the initial testing or that that was the final conclusion. I couldn't I'm not find any What I'm saying is it's, my conclu- conclusions about the, um, the DTI is the results were, were really never communicated in any of the JAMA reports. Um, mm-hmm. So there were like four JAMA reports. There was an editorial and they never um yeah i'm I'm trying to look up here yeah they never it, 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 it was never clear how many of them had the changes in the white matter track based on the diffusion tensor imaging they were saying in one of the jama reports that they were going to do DTIs, but they hadn't yet, and that's what's confusing. And so when I look more carefully, the three scans um, appeared to be results of the regular MRIs. Okay. um, I'm. That's just what I've found. You know. So as we're as we're gathering facts, you may find something that um, proves different. Well, I need to research it more because I have my tests. I have two CDs with my DTI results. And, you know, it's either that uh, the the white matter tracks in my brain were not damaged or the neurologist just didn't know what to look for. It was undetectable because they weren't looking for something specific. Um, So it would be great. See, I think if they all had that same damage, then those tests that I have you know, if I get them to the right neurologist, maybe somebody with the University of Pennsylvania or something like that, 
then they can see that same kind of damage. And then that'd be a whole new, I mean, then we'd all need to go get DTIs and get the right people to look at them. You know, yeah, so I hope, be, be, I hope it's all cool. you, Yeah. Did you hear Midge say that they had reached out to, I don't think he, he got back to him, but to the uh, Dr. Douglas Smith, you know, the director of that um, brain and injury repair. Um, Mm-mm. Yeah, I, she said that they reached, that Targeted Justice reached out to UPenn, the, D- Douglas Smith, the director of the Center for Brain Injury and Repair. Oh, gosh, I hope he gets in touch with them. I hope that they can connect this, because wouldn't that be so great for those doctors at that university to connect with Targeted Justice, this stuff that's going on at the Cuban Embassy, and somebody to catch wind of that? God. That'd be so awesome. It would be huge. I mean, that would be like, it very well could be part of um, major, major exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you're, that's a strategy that's definitely worth, um, you know, implementing. I think- and, and yeah, and I, I think out. they understand that. Like the the guys at Target Justice, they're doing they're very strategic. You know, they're they're very slow going. I think they're thinking about all these angles. You know, of how to get this out, who to contact. So it's a, that's exciting. That's really exciting. Definitely. I mean, I have an MRI um, two days, but I wasn't able to get the doctor. Well, I didn't push it. Because I didn't, you know, I didn't want to explain, you know, why I thought the diffusion, you know, tensor would be better. Um, but, but but I have a, a regular MRI on uh, two days from now, so I'm, I'm happy mm-hmm. about that. But but the test that they did do, um, so their clinical tests. You may have read this, but a vestibular dynamic and static balance, vestibular ocular reflex testing, caloric testing, oculomotor, emergence of convergent, cicadic and smooth pursuit, eye movement, cognitive, um, comprehensive neuropsychological battery, and audiometric, and then in parentheses as pure tone and speech, audio audio audiometry functioning and then this is the I'm reading it straight from one of the reports it, and then it says just plainly neuroimaging was also obtained um, but um, so my point is yeah there was a battery of tests and then there was a different general r- report which was somewhat critical of the UPenn conclusions saying that essentially they were, um, that those, those tests that I just measured weren't um, persuasive enough or, you know, didn't rack, um, didn't have the, the needed sort of scientific rigor to be drawing the conclusions that they did. Um, but, with the way politics works, it's hard to know what the truth is. 
Um, yeah, because I, I mean, this isn't established. That's the problem. Like, it's not I, in a like, yeah. It could be a, you know, that's why they're saying, you know, um, the the uh, immaculate concussion, the Havana syndrome. Um, so I mean, I can understand why, you know, the media is saying it's so mysterious, but with so many people aware of directed energy, you know, weapons, it's it's pretty crazy that someone in the media hasn't said so um, so far. Yeah, only social media, only alternative media, because there are tons of alternative media videos that, you know, they're not specifically focusing on targeted individuals and directed energy weapons, but they do videos on the Cuban embassy attack and the China attack, and their conclusion is directed energy weapons. Yep. So yeah. at least we're getting the alternative media to to admit it. Right, and I mean Douglas and and some like close to mainstream. Actually, there wasn't there was a mainstream. There's like a New Jersey Star Ledger or something that had Douglas Smith saying, you know, something along along the lines of, you know, this. He went down the line and said, you know, it's not psycho, um, it, it's not um, psychogenic. It's I not because, oh. Hi, I um, got cut off. Go on. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was saying, you know, it's not psychogenic, it's not toxic, um, and that it was consistent with directed energy. He didn't use the word consistent, but he, he said that it, you know, um, was likely directed energy or something along those lines. But with the battery of tests that he, I mean, that that Center for Brain Injury and Repair, they have 25 multi-disciplinarians um, all across the like the, the medical gamut, and they they all came to the conclusions that you know it was um, even without um, the DTI that there was widespread damage to not necessarily to the white matter tracks, but, but, but to the brain, you know, so consistent with traumatic brain injury. And Douglas Smith, Dr. Douglas Smith said in um, regard to all the testing that they did give, he said you couldn't fake those results. Um, and essentially there was a, an editorial that sort of refuted Kind of not necessarily refuted that you couldn't fake those, but that it it wasn't enough evidence, and and that really could be true, but it also could be simply trying to cover up the truth. Um, so it's confusing. So that's why I like um, um, just keep collecting information and and feather. That is that that is a great score. Um, well, I don't know if it is though, because if you're saying that it's not, I mean, it, it, I thought, I thought it wasn't as important if it was just sonic because they've been using these LRADs, so maybe it's not a big deal because it's not microwaves. But well, I, thought, I mean, any kind of any kind of uh, sound weapon or frequency weapon is going to be important to showing people that this stuff is going on. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was still yeah. a kind of, you know, it's I mean, it's, I think deal. it's still relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, mm-hmm. it is. It is. I um. It, it. 
I'm not saying like it's it's less important. It's just that the the LRADs um, have been used, like you mentioned in the past. That's the big dish that looks like the radar, got, you know, with the antenna coming yeah. out. Of it. And they they so often have, yeah. Oh, they're often mounted on um, vehicles, like these big vehicles. But they they have ones that they can put on a tripod now, but they might be like, the, the dish is only about three feet. Um, so that's important. And the other thing too, it wasn't just the LRAD. They were using some other type of sonic or acoustic. Um, well, I don't, well, they also had the chemicals, but they were using, um, well, they had, well, I don't know, maybe they were just speakers, but they, so these other soldiers were crouching behind the cars and they were holding some kind of speaker-looking black thing. Look like, you know, like stereo oh, speakers. So it, it I don't didn't know. look like a like a like a round satellite dish. Yeah, the main one was like that. Yeah, the the satellite dish-looking thing, which I didn't call it that before, but I guess they were saying that it did look like a satellite dish. And then the um, but this other thing was uh. This other well, thing know, look like, yeah. It's totally possible um, that that you know that 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 this situation in Honduras that happened, you know, there may have been other weapons too. I was just but, that's what I've been trying to say is that they could have snuck. I had other weapons there, but they only focused on the LRAD because who's going to talk about microwave weapons when you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Um, who who really knows what else they had I, around there? Because I mean, it was an attack. It was an all-out attack in a coup, and <laughs> they had multiple militaries out in the open. <laughs> yeah. Right, and it it it's interesting because it it could have been the sort of like the first larger um, use of what could be like microwave, and, and also maybe the beginning of a you know like of a a minimizing it to 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 the son you know to sonic or acoustic, um, but it was easier to contain, um, so you know the, so it didn't get the same press. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think. The, well, yeah, um, go ahead. Hillary. Oh, sorry. Um, Obama and Hillary, I believe, were were involved. They, um, Hillary, they they acted like they were. Um, publicly, they acted like they were not in agreement with what this Micheletti guy did to Zelaya, but privately, they were apparently, from what I read, they were negotiating with the dictator. But they were seemed to be involved, or the CIA, this guy that used to work for the CIA was the one that supplied the weapons. I even have his name. I have the guy's name that supplied the weapons. <laughs> it was yeah, Yehuda something. Yeah, definitely, like, that. Yeah, like that's what was such a big deal is that we have, you know, still a similar situation. We have the guy's name. We we know basically the whole situation because it was a known, you know, incident. But so I don't know. So it's like they're making this big deal even when they thought it was only sonic weapons. They were still making a huge deal out of it. So if they were making a big deal over sonic weapons, then you would think they'd be interested in this other incident, which was the same and actually worse, and they were acutely sick from one incident, and um, it was 
it was part of a a repressive political move. Yeah. So, um, in which the CIA um, CIA connected people were involved. <laughs> so, that's a big deal to me. That's a really big deal because it also shows it shows like how these things the um you know how the MO it shows how they're doing this in other places how they were doing it. And then, I mean, nobody's going to make that connection instantly, but I do. I can look at that, and I'm like, yeah, this is a, a – so, but I don't know why it was done in the polit- in the Cuba thing. I still think there might be more to the story. I mean, obviously there is, but I think it – you know, I don't know. I'd like to know the, more of that story. And this Cuban counterintelligence guy um, that James found, I was reading the article, and this guy – claims he used to work in Cuban counterintelligence and that this had the marks of a Cuban counterintelligence operation. But then everybody it was, else said it wasn't. Hmm? It, it was the U.S. Center, the false flag. Um, I, I just want to make two points here briefly. I just want to say, yeah. for one, guys, beware of the, these perpetrators and their bogus, phony investigations, bullshit. That stuff's really going on. They're really doing that to people, and that's what they're trying to do with me. Uh, they're like some big secret government investigation. Actually, when they're what they're doing, it's the Air Force, and they're sexually exploiting me and others. And let's see. Okay, now uh, what's the other one? Okay, beware of these perpetrators starting disease rumor campaigns on people. What they do, they'll tell people in your neighborhood, around your family, and everything that you've got a disease, like you've got AIDS or Hep C or cancer. And it's done to isolate victims because mostly, you know. Normally, a person won't want to hang around somebody they think's got a blood disease for fear of catching it, right? So it's a psychological thing that they're they're trying. So I, I just wanted to make those two points because my perpetrators have been manipulating you guys, neurally influencing you all night to constantly harass me with this phony uh, hep C thing and the, the cancer and AIDS and all that. So I just wanted to Ryan, that. my they attackers know. remote neural manipulated you to talk about diseases to harass They did. Um, they probably did. You're probably right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they do, man. I, I, yeah, and this bogus investigation thing, it's a doozy. Watch out, because they're they're using that to try to couple up the real purpose that, you know, what they're really doing. So, I just want to say that. I just wanted to burn my Air Force perpetrator's ass one good time tonight. Yeah, you know, Ryan, yeah. the other day, mm-hmm. um, after the... Um, after the whole flyer thing that we had, they Ella and and Midge had that call, and and Jack Christiana came on. Yeah. Uh, that that was on Thursday, right? Was it on Thursday or Tuesday? Uh, I think I want to say Tuesday, maybe. Maybe Tuesday. I think the the next day, or it might have been the day after that. I walked out in my parking lot to walk my dog. And there was a sheriff's vehicle, like, in, in the back parking lot. It was, like, tenant windows. Did I tell you about this? No. Nah, nah. And I was walking my dog out. Uh, you know, usually usually they'll do sirens and stuff like that, but they'll never have a sheriff's car in the parking lot. And so I'm walking out there, and right as I walk out to the back of the parking lot, the sheriff's car, like, leaves the parking lot, like, really suspiciously. Oh, oh. I think it was because of, yeah, I think it was because of the fly, I put flyers around my condo, and I think (laughs) they were connecting, like, me as a targeted individual handing out flyers to that incident. Well, what they were trying to do, I think it was your perps manipulating that sheriff's deputy, so that's what they want. They want everybody to think, oh, it's the sheriff's department, it's the police department doing all that. 
They're they're doing that to false flag. It's a false flag. But they but they are they gang stalk. They work for DHS fusion centers in Infraguard. Well, the next time you see a deputy, walk up to him, shake his hand, say, "How you doing, sir? How you doing?" Mm-hmm. Let him know you're not what they. If you think somebody told him about you, let him know you're not a bad guy. Not all police are bad. Not all cops are bad. I don't not think all- so. I, that's not what I was saying. I mean, I just I think they patrol. They're told that we're persons of interest. And they may not know that we're being microwaved. Some of them may, but I doubt like a majority of them do. I think they just think they're patrolling a person of interest. Hey, bro. Yeah. The only thing my, well, the only thing my perpetrators are interested in is my penis. So, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. they're sexually exploiting mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my attackers rape me. Like when I'm when I'm sleeping, they'll they don't like attack it at night, but they make me. Um, aroused throughout all of sleep like through when i'm sleeping and i think that that's supposed to because you're that chakra down there is what creates energy um so they want to just you know overwork it overwork it overwork it um so it makes you tired you produce less energy for your body yeah you're gonna be sleeping Mm -hmm. yeah i had i mean this this sounds like it's just convenient um but i had put it in the chat earlier tonight I had the second of two conversations with the deputy sheriff last night who was at the grocery store. Um, and I can't be certain mm-hmm. he wasn't just trying to kind of play me and, and you know, sort of milk me for information. Um, but he asked me about InfraGuard because he couldn't remember the name or or he was acting like it. I mean, but it's possible that he really couldn't remember the name. Um, and then he started, talk, you know, I said, well, I, you know, I'm still having some strange stuff going on. And um, he said, yeah, like the, the stalking. And he said, yeah, there, you know, we have a detective that has investigated this before. And oh, I'm, I'm interested. He's like, I'm interested in this. And, um, what? and, he, and then he said, yeah, the whole, the whole deep state, thing is really interesting, you know. Yeah, so I mean it it sounds Wait, so it, so you you have a habit of talking to this guy? I I talk Yeah, I talk to the police all the time if if they're in the grocery store. It's, I mean, that's instead of being a, I can't do the flyers, but I will just talk. Yeah, you to know, the, my whole thing, I I talk to the police officer in the grocery store and 5 days later I'm getting stopped all over town. And I thought it was because of that situation, but there's more to the story. But they're punishing me. They're hitting me in my knees now. I'm not allowed to talk about the cops, period. When you say hitting you in your knees, do you mean like tapping you or actually forcefully hitting you? No, the weapons. They're they're getting, it's, they're just making my knees hurt. And it's like, oh, okay. it's like, it's like somebody wants to bash me in the knees. Somebody is, somebody yeah. does not want me to talk about the cops at all. And I'm not talking yeah, Heather, about I've, the cops. I've had I've had horrific experiences with the police. I mean, even coming, oh. you know, more of them pouring into my home without without any permission, essentially oh. pushing me to the side. I did, and, you know, I got to be clear in that case, they didn't make contact. But I said, you you don't have permission, and they said, well, you're already caused too much trouble in the complex we're coming in. So I had to step oh. in. And I, so so it's not like I have this great relationship, but. I will approach them and try to get a read if I'm bothering them or not. And I just, 
come from it um, from a purely, um, like I'll say, I'm, I'm a former social worker, and um, are you aware of, you know, um, sometimes community policing initiatives may, may, may use, say, informants or something like that, and that, you know, that they may not be, you know, um, constructive or I'm tired, so I'm usually not this tired when I speak to the police. So I try to make it, you know, I don't I don't talk about the gang stalking or anything like that. I don't use those terms. But when I first spoke with this police officer a couple weeks ago, I was just saying, yeah, you know, I've had some bizarre stuff, like a, a few of my neighbors make really outrageous allegations. And I told them, you know, that they said that I was threatening their children and um, running out of my home. And he just... <laughs> He quickly just said to me, well, did you? And I just said, you know, like, absolutely not. You know, it's like there's no, there's no, you know, there's no circumstances in life that would ever make me do that to anyone's child, you know. And um, my my feeling was he believed it because, you know, like why would someone go up and say I was accused of this crime, um, so my, my my point is, um, yeah, it, I've had a lot. Well, of that's interesting. Bad, I, I want to hear more about this because, yeah. Yeah, I've had a lot of bad run-ins, but but also um, a few good ones. And it may be, my my story is I'm, it's horrible. It's just horrible, and I'm terrified of the police now because they've no, there's this one day when be. I had. No, That's I what the seven, parents want, Feather. They want you scared of the police. They want you not understanding right, right. the police. Right, Do you understand? But there was one day after I had been calling FBI or somebody where, no, no, it was because I was talking about um, the situation. There was another person involved. And so I guess I'd be super careful what I say because we're real critter. But one day I was talking on the phone and somebody must say, well, no, it's not like what I said. And immediately there was a, a cop car pulled out and I went through two suburbs before I got into the city that particular day. And um, they, there were seven squad cars that were in my face, but driving by, most of them were within a 15-minute period, downtown Minneapolis, seven squad cars from four jurisdictions. Um, yeah, with, within a few hours um, while I was, um, yeah. But, I mean, and every time the squad car would pass by, I would get the directed energy weapon attack. So, um... Well, I mean, they do that I a lot. They'll think, they synchronize it. They're just like when the people... people, All these people going around saying, oh, they're pointing a the phone at me. It's a directed... That's nonsense. Come on. Nobody's using the yeah, phone. Yeah, but you know what, though? I was, talking, I was talking about the cops on the phone before that happened. And connect that to the fact that this all started with a cop or appeared to start with a cop. And connect that with the fact because the girl was stalking me in that store where I had this, this whole situation. And every time after that, um, every time I mention um, the police at all, I get shot in the teeth. And if I mention this other person that appeared somehow connected to the whole thing, I would get shot in the face. And then if I talk about the police situation at length, um, and, I'm not, and I never badmouth them, I don't call them names. They all know that. They all know. They have to know. But then I get tortured, um, you know, they do sick stuff. They molest me. They do sick stuff, I'll say. Not molest me. They yeah. hurt me, actually. They hurt me. Yeah, I, I, um, I mean, just so you know, I, I, I completely agree. That, so 
So I'm not allowed to talk about the cops at all, and that tells me that, you know, why why are they, who's terrified of me talking about the cops, or why are they so, like, you know, obsessed with me not talking about the cops when I'm just trying to, I, I you know, I don't have to speech at all. Think about it. See, what they're well, doing is they're using negative associative conditioning. Every time that you mention law enforcement or police, they hit you in the teeth. That's because they, they're trying to keep you away from law enforcement. They don't want you going to law enforcement. Oh, right. If no, you get right, in right. anyway. That's what I thought, too. But some of them do appear involved because then a couple of weeks ago, I was downtown again, and I was talking to these street preachers on the corner, and I was talking to a couple on the side, and there was a couple in the front that were, like, preaching on their microphone. And the squad car, the squad car pulled up the main street. It was downtown, and I'm telling you, this guy looked right at me. Okay, right my way. He wasn't looking at the preachers out in the front. I would have seen his eyes. I see where people are looking. He was looking. It was creepy. It felt creepy. And he turned the corner, put his lights on. Didn't put the siren, but he put the lights on real quick. The the guys, and they got out, and they were asking, demanding to see their papers. There was like no friendly vibe whatsoever, and I was just, it was just weird. Okay. So and I'm not saying they all hate me, and I am I am not, you know, I'm, I try to be neutral, but I understand what you're saying, and so I'm just going to keep yeah. remembering that and keep remembering that, but at the same time, you know, um, it was very weird interactions that I had had right before I got stalked, and I know that all these cops that were in that store knew who I was, and even when I went to another store, I know now that they knew who I was, too. This was all building up, obviously, because that's what they do to all of us, so it's just that Oh, yeah. um, I understand. And then, check this out, though. I went to try to talk to the officer that, I don't know. I think I should just stop. Cause it's but you're talking about it now, and they're not hitting your teeth or anything, right? They're hitting my knees instead. But um, they, I tried to go talk to the <coughs> officer that I thought knew stuff, and he refused to talk to me. And I needed help, too. I was going to ask him to help me. I was brave. I went back there a year later and tried to talk to him, and he wouldn't talk to me. Mm, that's unfortunate. Yeah, anytime you guys can walk up and brief law enforcement about this, just, you don't even have to use the words. Uh, well, I would. I'd use organized stalking. So like, you guys aware of this? You know, this is going on. This is actual crime. Any, any, yeah, get 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 close to them. Maybe they do purpose to trying to keep you away from law enforcement. Well, yeah, yeah, when it started, I mean, but they were involved. Do you understand that? And when it first happened, they were involved or they knew what was going on because I know because they there were some of them that distinctly went out of their they stared at me. I mean, it, this wasn't just cops. Cops never have a problem with me. They never had a problem with me before. And there were several of them. They were all Asian at first, or not all of them, but there was there was especially there was an Asian theme. Whoever was orchestrating this, I don't know what their deal was with that, but. I remember distinctly this one of them, she stared at me from like 30 feet away or something. I don't know, 20, 30 feet away. It was, it was you know, um, in a transit station. And it was really creepy. And I remember that was when I didn't know what was going on. And all these little things kept happening. And then there was another one. And when I was in the store, okay, he was, this other guy, he was standing near the exit. And as I approached him, he knew I was coming that way. And I would have, and I was actually, you know, I would have been friendly or smiled or whatever, or just acted normal. He turned his back to me, or no, no, he moved away from me. Like, like he, it was like a shunning move. Like he actually moved away from me. It was just weird. It was weird. And then when I called the cops on the first outside stalker, um, he wouldn't even get out of his squad car. And so um, 
he was acting very strange as well. He didn't act terrible. He wasn't mean. And actually, um, let's see. Now that I think about it, I don't think a single Minneapolis cop has actually been mean to me or rude to me throughout this whole thing. So, you know, to their to their credit, I can say that that about them. I can't think yeah, so if there was another one. There's definitely some bad ones, but there's definitely some good ones. I, mean, I agree, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean in my five different in another town yeah. And thirteen different residents. Five different states, thirteen residents. Um and no, but I remember I remember that right, yeah. Yeah, just remember guys law enforcement's being manipulated, like they're manipulating the hell out of law enforcement. Oh I know, I know too. It's yeah. just um I just it's just that because you understand they I get shot but maybe that's what it is. I'm getting shot too um, but this, but this cop, he questioned me five days before this all happened. It, this wasn't just like me just thinking this because I'm getting shot at. And now they're doing, now they're getting my. Huh, I'm not going to tell you what. Wow. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's probably it's no, it's the back of my thighs really, but it's way up there. They're. <laughs> yeah. They they don't want me. I th- yeah. I think that is part of it probably. Well, kind of almost, but yeah, they're they they don't want me. I guess to get help from the cops. And, you know, I had, um, I had warned the cops of danger in the past. I didn't have any problem with the cops. And the thing is, is I really didn't think they, I remember the undercover one day was very nice to me. Because yeah. I was like, it, it was just little, little, little things, you know what I mean? Little things. And it was like, I had, I was under the impression that, that I was good. I mean, the cop used to be nice to me. The one in question, or the one that had questioned me, he used to come outside the store and talk to me and help me with my cards and everything. And then so all of a sudden... Okay. All right. One of the well, no, I had, I like, I had, there was, there was a whole bunch of more behind the story, but it's just that he was nice to me, and then all of a sudden he's acting weird, and he's questioning me, and then five days later I'm getting fucked. <laughs> and terrorized. Very strange. I, I believe it. I know. You know, yeah. I totally believe it. And he, but he, he asked me all the these questions. That, mm-hmm. Yeah. One of, the, one of the things that came to mind is. Some of the officers who don't participate, it may be a very small fraction, but some of them may be completely clueless. Some of them may be looking the other way. The the completely clueless ones, they would be the ones that in the past have never been on the take. And so all the other officers, if they're participating, would know not to approach a highly ethical officer. So some of them may not know anything. And when I That's was true. I, when I was talking you know to the thing, cop last night, the it was yeah. as as we we were being warned, and he was getting uncomfortable because people were sort of crowding us. And so I got my stuff oh. out. So I stuffed. And he, I put my yeah. yeah. He was actually getting. At first, we were talking alone, and he was comfortable. And as we started to be swarmed, he was getting uncomfortable. So I just, you know, I got my stuff and just said, okay, well, I'll see you later. Um, you know, here's the thing. this There was a female that was stalking me in the grocery store, okay? He was paying attention to me as what was happening. He would, he would be nice to me. He had tried to talk to me a year before or before D-Day. And, um, we, or, you know, when a year before they started, they went live on me. But... And then I had stayed away from him for there was like five months. I didn't see him. And sometimes I would leave the store because there was other situations. And there was a manager in the store that would flirt with me. And so 
I didn't want some kind of drama in the store, so I was trying to just, you know, just stay away. It was getting uncomfortable. It was getting weird because this other guy, he would touch my arm while he would touch me all the time when he would see me, so I had to have a talk with him. He was a young guy. But I just, I, you know, anyways. He worked so he worked in the store. He was a manager. But then later on, what happened was when the officer was there, it's a long story, and I don't even want to say it all on the phone, on the thing, but, but what happened was this girl, as soon as the officer started paying attention to me, like really like approaching me, he started approaching me and this and that, and he was, um, she showed up. And I thought, oh, you know, this other girl likes this officer. So I was like, okay. And then, but I, I didn't know who she was, and she wasn't there to shop. And she would come, she didn't have a bag, she didn't have a purse, nothing. And I'm like, who is this girl? She would walk in there like it was her living room, like she worked there or something, but she was in regular clothes, and she had a mischievous look on her face, like a smirk all the time. And so she, um, and she, and she talked to the officer, and he responded, and he smiled, and I thought, oh, he didn't smile at me, right? And it was weird, I'm like, well, does he know? So and I put it out of my head, I didn't think about it, because I didn't, you know, why am I going to sit here and worry about it? It's not up to me to worry. So anyways, but, what do you call it? But I didn't, I should have paid more attention because this girl kept showing up. And I know, I'm 99% sure that girl was stalking me and she was watching me. I don't know who she was. But um, the thing is, is it hurts me. What if she was stalking him? I don't know who this girl is. And I called the police station and I know that this officer is probably mad at me for that. But I did the right thing. The only thing I could think of is when all these people were following me around was, oh, my God, this girl was stalking me in the store. Maybe she was following him. Maybe it was one of his exes. Maybe she was following me. Maybe she was stalking both of us, right? And so um, I didn't know what the situation was with that girl. All I knew was he, he was he was very aware of her. He knew who she was. And the last time he and I talked, when she came in the store, he looked over there, and it almost looked like they, you know, were aware of each other. And so at that point, it seemed like they knew each other, and he kept being distracted, like he's worried about what she's doing in the back of the store because she would disappear in the store and not come out, but that day she did. And so, and it was very odd. I don't need to go into the details again this time, but it was just something was weird. Something was different, and it was very weird. And at the end, he seemed mad at me about something. And there was a certain thing he said, and they're doing very sick, very, very sick things to me right now with the weapons for this. But it was very weird. You know, why don't they take me off the list? I'm telling you, the cops know, and they know that I'm innocent, and now all they have to do is take me off the list, right? But anyway. May I ask a question? Um, You keep on referring to a cop in a store. What kind of store? It's a grocery store. Okay. And you're saying he's a police officer there. Yeah, yeah. It's they they okay. do that here. They have um off duty so police officers off, in your so, so he's off yes, duty a police, at the time. At the time. No, well, no, no. They call them off. They call them off duty, but they're wearing their uniform. They have to. Okay. Even when you're off duty, if you are off duty in any state that you are working in any capacity because it's money that they're being paid, they still wear their uniform because they're paying for their presence. The reason why their presence is in a store, a bar, or anywhere, a venue, uh, overnight, uh, maybe watching a building, whatever the case may be, they receive additional pay. They are allowed to carry their firearm, or they're allowed to carry their firearm, period. Uh, so 
anyway, with that being said and done, the reason why they are there is because they're doing the replacement of what you call risk and loss. Because risk and loss is one of the highest and most difficult positions to keep in any store. The reason being is because it's you have to train them. You have to know they're not allowed to carry weapons. Uh, but, however, the deferment is that when you have a police officer there, it's because he's doing a specific job. If you're talking to him and he's allowing the conversation to be taken place while he is off duty, while he is hired, and he is actually watching or monitoring to see who's coming in, because you legally cannot walk up to anyone and accuse them of stealing. If, I was in, if I'm in my restaurant or if I'm in now I do uh, another type of capacity, if I see you take something, I am not allowed by law to walk up and say you're stealing. I may approach you and ask you, is there something I can help you with? May I direct you towards a register? Uh, how, you know, did you want to check out now? Oh, by the way, um, you know, are you going to settle your bill? You know, you're taking, uh, you know, you're taking a bottle of uh, whatever. Well, it's really hard to steal liquor in, in a restaurant because it's the ABC. But um, that's what they're doing. So if he seemed distracted or upset, don't. I mean, I get it where you're coming from, and I respect your style of targeting. But don't always take it literally, because they are using this as a manipulation to. Yeah to develop you into becoming behavioral and that you are concerned with law enforcement. It's like Pavlov's dog. Every time the ring, you know, the bell rings, he wants that drop of water. Yeah, because exactly. why? Because regardless of whether he's thirsty or not, regardless of whether he needs that water, regardless of whether he wants that water, every time he hears that bell, he's going to go for the water. So if you think that every time you see a white car following you, if they're following you, then every time you're going to see every white car on the road or you're going to see every blue T-shirt or you're going to see every red cap, that's the way that they started out with yeah. stalking for organized. Yeah. So I get it about the police officer, but don't literally take it. Yes, he probably did know that girl because she's probably stealing them blind. Anybody that goes into a store that is in there for over an hour is automatically picked for a shoplifter picked for shoplifting you're going to have it you're going to it's going to happen it's going to happen i can't even approach the women are in the bathroom if they're trying on clothes in the bathroom i have to ask them to leave the bathroom i am not allowed to ask to look for the, in their purse i am not allowed to ask them to disrobe I'm not mm-hmm. theft is considered 500 over 500 dollars then you may approach them I had an yeah, employee yeah. steal eight thousand dollars out of my safe. She well, was on federal they, land. Um, so they you know. they arrested a guy. I don't know. It was a pretty big deal. I don't remember all the details, but for like a pound of ham. I don't know. Was it a pound of hamburger? I can't remember the whole story now. Hey, uh, guess thirty. You better stop the shit that you're doing in the chat room. You don't come in here calling people crazy talkers. Come on. No, nobody is crazy. And then I have to go to work. But the one other thing I want to say to you is, you know, if if you approach a person that's on a street and they're preaching or they're pamphlets, you're going to become sort of like, you know, 
Who are you? Why are you hanging out with these people? We've been watching them. We want to know what's going on. Are they underhandedly dealing drugs, or are they running guns, or are they doing something no, and using this as a front? They were, they were just preaching the gospel. I was just chatting. Then they have to. They, people they do have that. To have a per, yeah, they have to have a permit to do that to stand on the street. They did. Okay. I'm just telling you. The, if oh, a police yeah. officer drives by and looks at him and then puts his lights on and come back out, he has every right to ask them to see the permit. If oh, no, he no, looks no, directly I know at that. You, I know that. It okay. was just. It was just it was just weird. The whole it was just something weird. The, the thing is, is I that think I he did it right. Yeah, I think he was doing his I job personally. Yeah, I right. don't. Um, I'm not overly. Most of the cops that I see driving around, I'm not thinking are there for me. I'm not thinking. Hmm. You know, no. I, I don't want to say That's even most, good. but I mean, a lot of times, a lot of times, I don't think anything of it. But there are good. some times when they are <clears> genuinely <throat> acting weird, and you can tell. We all know because we're TIs, and we know when someone's acting weird. And sometimes it might be ambiguous. So that's all. It just, in my situation, it was very, it was a very personalized situation because this officer was talking to me um, before that one day. He had already been talking to me, and there, there were certain, uh-huh. several interactions. And, and I know when people are staring at me. So there was already a weird vibe in that store, and they appeared to know who I was years beforehand because when I would walk in the store, they would look at each other and get on their phones and start texting. And the funny thing is about that one officer in question, or the one officer that questioned me, I actually always had a good feeling about him. And I would, I saw these other guys acting weird, but I would look at him and I thought he's not part of whatever they're doing. I never thought he was a part of that before. So, you know, for whatever that is worth, I don't know. I don't know what really went on. All I know is some, some people in this town, some of these officers, I believe probably know what's going on. They have to, you know. Yeah. So, um, so how would you, the other thing I'm going to ask, how would you know a cop is undercover? Right there, he's compromised himself. He's never supposed to release that he's undercover for any reason. Oh, no, no, no. I don't know. No, not undercover. Huh. He was, um, he, well, I don't know. Like, probably undercover. I'm assuming he, I don't We all just know because if you go to the store long enough, you know who the guy is that's trying to catch, shop, catch shoplifters. <laughs> You can tell okay. which one's catching shop, which one's scouting for shoplifters. So he didn't, nobody comes out and says anything, you know what I mean? And he didn't even, yeah. Okay. It, it was barely, it, it was just like what I'm saying is that not that I was their favorite person in the world. It's just that they were friendly to me and everything was fine. And then all of a sudden something changed when I started getting the looks in the store. The weird looks like I was a dead woman. It was bizarre. I mean, bizarre. They were staring at me like they felt sorry for me, the workers in the store that had been seeing well, me for over a decade. I'm sorry and, that uh, you are having that style of targeting, but I do encourage you to to stay above it because, you know, it's just a, I think there are trying, there are probably some involved, and I think some might be trying to manipulate you, but I appreciate you sharing your story and, and oh, your yeah. testimony uh, oh, and you. um, yeah. allowing me to speak with you. I do appreciate that very much. So I have to sign no, thank off. You. I, have I don't to know. Go to, I don't know how you, work. yeah, okay. What's your and, name um, or I'm, your nickname or whatever? I'm, um, I'm Chrissy. Oh, Chrissy. Okay. Yeah. Right. So you. anyway, everybody have a great fourth if you can and, and take care of yourselves. And um, I'll chat with you later. Ryan, are you going to have a call tonight? Ryan? <clears throat> Hello? Is he on there? Hey, oh, happy fourth, Chrissy. Happy fourth, Chrissy. Happy Fourth. Are you going to be on tonight with a call? I still am, and I hope you will be too. 
Well, I'm off. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm, I'm losing my voice today. Uh, I apologize. Uh, anyway, I will. I'm going to try. I'm off tomorrow. Um, I've done a seven-day stretch, so I'm pretty tired. But uh, I did call into the call.